What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Football Friday. Big Shills, how you doing, all? Welcome aboard. Did you see my boy last night, Party Bird? How you doing, man? 49ers playing the best ball of any team in the NFC over the last month. Way to go, Purdy Bird. Wow. 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 Man, that Niners defense is one of the better defenses I've seen in the NFL in a long time. That is how you get after folks. That's how you get after people, man. Nick Boza, what a beast. That linebacking core, and people keep saying that secondary to Niners isn't really up to snuff like the Eagles. I don't think so. They got a bunch of good dudes back there, man. Again, welcome aboard here. Please hit the like button. Wow. So Chris Sims now starts echoing what Big Sills has been saying. And I'll expand on it here in a minute. Because when, when, when I say this to you, the national people look at Jalen Hurts and your Eagle team and your 12-1 and record and go, what a great year. That team is really having a wonderful season. They're really playing good ball. Well, what about Jalen? Man, you put Gardner Mitchell in there, they'd have the same record. What? What? Gardner Minshew and Jalen Hurts are the same guy, according to Chris Sims. <laughs> okay. Okay. We'll, we'll hit on that here in a minute. But how about this? If Jalen Hurts was in Chicago today and Justin Fields and him were to change uniforms, Justin Fields... And Jalen Hurts are the same guy. Jalen Hurts would be Justin Fields. Dual threat. (laughs) Dual threat needs a good O-line. Do you know the simplest offense to run? In football history, it's called the Veer. RPO is based off the Veer offense. And that's what you have to have with Dual threat. What point are you making, Keon? Chris Sims' point is, well, he's got the best of everything around him. It actually was Micah Parsons' point this week. Justin Fields has nothing up there. I can't name you a wideout. Their running game is the only thing that keeps them in games. How could you have the number one offense when it comes to running the ball and the shittiest defense in the league? Chicago's in tatters, man, when it comes to B 
building a football team. They're five years away. You get the worst defense in the league. Wow. Gardner Minshew would have the same numbers and record that Jalen Hurts has put up this year. Wow. I got to tell you, man, pretty stunning. That's not even Cilio saying it. That's not even Cilio saying it, man. Wow. This guy's basically calling Jalen Hurts a dude. Tyrod Taylor. One of them guys. Teddy Bridgewater. Is Jalen better than Teddy Bridgewater? Not in Sims' eyes. Damn, man, I don't know. If Jalen Hurts and Justin Fields were to change uniforms, would Jalen Hurts be putting up the same numbers that Fields has put up in Chicago this year? His passing numbers are terrible. Yeah, he would. That's the difference between a guy like Jalen Hurts and a guy like Josh Allen. And you guys keep saying, well, what if you took Stephon Diggs away? Dude, that's all he has. You got you got a 1,400-yard back, two wideouts, a tight end that's considered one of the best and the best O-line. You start ripping your, which you will start ripping your team apart because you'll start paying the guy $46 million, which would be a massive mistake. If you look at, again, I'm going to get into Bears and Eagles here in a minute. But watch this. If you ask anybody with a common sense about them, and I hear people what they're saying, quite frankly, I'll make this point to you. Somebody says that when you make a point like this, you're not doing your homework. Well, let me make a point to you. When you go the other way, you're a homer. Nobody in their right mind would pay Jalen Hurts over Patrick Mahomes. Nobody in their right mind would pay Josh Allen less than Jalen Hurts. Nobody in their right mind is going to pay Jalen Hurts over Justin Field. And nobody in their right mind is ever going to pay Jalen Hurts more than Patrick Mahomes. Facts. Those guys can have components taken away from their offense and still put up numbers. Patrick Mahomes. You take some of the... Let me just show you what your team's going to look like with a dual threat. When you start taking your team apart, You'll look like the Bears. Dual threat. There's some homework for you. Dual threat. Hey, Sills, who do you want to pay $50 million to? Joe Burrow or Jalen Hurts? You're not really putting that out there, are you? I've been kind of kidding about it the last couple days. But nobody in their right-minded. Like I said, it's like buying a Nissan. With the same sticker price as a Ferrari. Jalen Hurts is a Nissan compared to Josh Allen 
and Patrick Mahomes and Joe Burrow. But hey, let's put it in order here. So are you saying that Jalen Hurts, though, was a top 10 quarterback sales? Yeah. Are you saying, Sills, that the Eagles will probably still have to pay him $45 million like Arizona did with Kyler Murray? Yeah. You're just going to have Michael Vick. Congratulations, Philly. You got Michael Vick. If you're okay with Michael Vick, good luck. Philadelphia, when they signed... Justin Fields, or excuse me, when they signed Chandler Hurts to this supposed contract that's going to be $45 million, you get 2.0 Michael Vick. If you're okay with that, more power to you. You ain't signing Josh Allen. He's nowhere near that guy. Well, look at the turnovers, Dan. I did. And they still win. And they're still the favorites to win the AFC. What's your point? You keep telling me not to use stat sills when you look at Jalen Hurts. Stop looking at turnovers then to compare your guy to a guy you know who's inferior. Now, here's the other part of this argument, though. Sills, do you think Hurts has improved? Absolutely. Do you think he's put himself in the conversation as one of the top 15 quarterbacks in the league? Top 15? I... Put him right there at 10. Do you think he's had the best season of any quarterback in the NFC? Yes. Would you want him of the quarterbacks that are in the league to build your team around? Never. Baltimore's doing that right now with Lamar Jackson. You want to hear something? I think I think Baltimore's going to punt on Lamar. Let me ask you something about Lamar Jackson. Do you think his investment has panned out this year and his gamble has paid off this year? Do you think it's paid off where he didn't sign that $250 million contract? Do you think his gamble has paid off? If anything, Baltimore comes in with lesser money now and lesser guarantees. And if he doesn't take it, I say they punt on him. I say they punt. Dual threat. We draft another quarterback? Absolutely. I think you guys are missing my point. Just because I'm saying Jalen's not Josh Allen or Joe Burrow, I think you got a winner. You're missing it. You're missing it. Hey, man, nobody in their right mind would ever look at somebody and do this. Hey, I'll tell you what, man. That Here, let me get all of Kuhnke paid. We draft another quarterback. What do we do then, Sills? In all seriousness, our window is now not in five years. Completely true. Your window will be shut closer. Or excuse me. Your window will be shut even quicker if you pay the guy. Your window will be shut like it was with Wentz. It's funny. Every time I talk to people in Philadelphia, and how sold they were on Carson Wentz and all cool with the organization and giving him $32 million. You guys have the same passion today that you did for Wentz then. You thought the organization was right. How do you know you're right this time with a guy who's dual threat and dual threat don't win? 
and it doesn't win in this league. How do you know that? There's no precedent for it. And there's a small sample size. This is a small sample size. And you want to be Arizona and pay a guy $46 million? I completely subscribe to what Chris is trying to say. Kid's improved. He really has. He disagrees also with Micah Parsons and Jalen not being a major instrument in the 12-1 and record, which I also do subscribe to. You don't win games like, and by the way, Gardner Minshew, in, I disagree with Chris. I think they're still a playoff team with Gardner Minshew, but they're not 12-1. and And I don't know if you would still be the favorite. You'd probably still be one of the favorites to win the NFC. Your football team, if they had Gardner Minshew, you'd be the 49ers. How don't you see that? God forbid Jalen got hurt and Gardner Minshew win. Wouldn't 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 Eagles be Brock Purdy in the 49ers? Wouldn't they be the same? The Niners and the Eagles, I told you at the beginning of the year, were built for what? A catastrophic injury to the quarterback. They're built for it. Why? They run the ball. San Francisco last night didn't win the game throwing the ball around the yard. They don't have to. Protect it, run it, defend it. I mean, you know why the Eagles are better than the Niners? In reality. You know why they're better? Because their quarterback's playing better. The 49ers are like musical chairs at the quarterback position. They're still the second best team in the conference. I hate to have to show you and tell you reality here. Chris Sims is not wrong. You would never pay Jalen Hurts over any of those other four guys. You would never when it comes to building your team. You know why? Because when they start paying those guys, you think that Justin Herbert is going to have both Mike Williams and Keenan Allen as wide receivers and Austin Eckler in the backfield? Absolutely not. Jesus, criminy. Okay? I'm telling you how the league works. I'm not acting like some homer here. If you just don't see how the guy, of course everyone sees it. It doesn't matter. Well, it's not right. No shit. No shit. Larry goes, this guy's ridiculous. What's the most ridiculous thing I said? That you would pay $50 million for Jalen Hurts over Josh Allen or Joe Burrow? You talk about being a dumbass. You can't get any dumber than that. You can't be any dumber. Dumber. Ridiculously dumb. Watch this. Would you pay Lamar Jackson $50 million over Joe Burrow? Never in a million years. Lamar Jackson's gamble has not panned out. Why is that? Dual threat. Don't ever pay a dual-threat quarterback that kind of money. 
Arizona just found out on Monday night why. Baltimore's finding out now why. Who's starting this weekend? Tyler Huntley again? Is this the third straight year that Tyler Huntley's finishing up the season for Baltimore? Why in the world would I pay Lamar Jackson $250 million when he can't finish the year? Dual threat. (laughs) Steve Young. Yeah, okay. (laughs) Steve Young. You're right. Steve Young led the NFL in completion percentage five years in a row. Relax, guy. Adam, it's not a slam on Jalen. It's an indictment on how the position is played with dual threat. You see, you know why you pay those other quarterbacks $50 million? You may lose Tyreek Hill. You may lose a running back. Why do you think Russell Wilson is in shambles as a player right now? Dual threat. Those guys fall off the map. Dual threat. It's the dual threat era. Since when? Matthew Stafford won the Super Bowl. Brady won the Super Bowl. (laughs) I mean, if you count Nick Foles catching the Philly special in the end zone, dual threat, have at it. (laughs) Dual threat. You don't pay them, guys. You don't. Precedent. History. And... See Arthur putting 12 and 1? Arthur, that's exactly what Michael Parsons is saying. Jalen's a product of that. Not the reason for that. And by the way, when you have the best wide receiver and duo and the best O-line and the best running game and the best tight end, shouldn't you be 12 and 1? You're putting Backslaps on something. And when you take on teams that have the worst defenses, you know the Eagles this year, I looked at it. Of the 13 games they've played, 10 of them have been the worst defenses in the league. There's another one too. What is it, 31 or 32? I, I don't know. They're down there, the Bears. It's like the worst. Dual threat. <laughs> I'll take Jalen. Here, here, I'll, I'll, I'll make this point to you. And this is probably what people in Philly are seeing. Is Jalen having a better season than Mahomes? I think it depends on how you look at it through the lens. Is he having a better year than Josh Allen? Probably. Don't make him a better player. And how do you know that this ain't a one-year wonder? Didn't that ever cross your mind? How do you know this isn't just a... Fluke. He hasn't done it. He's done it for 13 games. How do you know it's not a fluke? How do you know? Answer this to me. How do you know this isn't a fluke? I saw Tyrod Taylor make a Pro Bowl in Buffalo. I saw Teddy Bridgewater make a Pro Bowl in Minnesota. How do you know this ain't a fluke? 
wait a minute. Carson Wentz was a fluke. Carson Wentz was a fluke. The Philly fluke. The Philly fluke is Wentz. Is this the Philly fluke 2.0? How do you know? Before you answer that, you can't. The Philly fluke. Is that Jalen Hurts? How could you say that with such disrespect? It's not disrespect. This is a business, my friends. Don't take it personal. It's strictly business. No one has ever on this program said anything personally about Jalen Hurts, the man. This is about business, which you failed on before in the past with Wentz. And now you think you have it again four years later. <laughs> this is classic. This is so good. It, 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 this is so epic. This is my favorite time in my life talking sports because usually I come off the, you know, reservation a little bit, but I've got so many facts with this. I'll be right in the end. I always am. Dual threat. Dual threat. I don't want a dual threat. I want a dude that wings it down the field, baby. And if I've got an old lineman I can't re-sign or a wide out, I want him winging it down the field and winning games like my boy in Buffalo. I love And look at Party Bird, too. Look at the 49ers. They're like the Eagles. No matter who quarterbacks, they're still great. <laughs> yeah. Isn't it crazy, though? The two best teams in the NFL can lose their quarterbacks, and they'd still be good. Hurts consistency game two game says it's not a fluke for 13 games. Anton, he has been consistent in those 13 games to your point and to be fair. Okay. Anton, to your point, he has been the most consistent guy all year. 13 games. He stunk last year. Stunk. Eagles were 27th in passing last year. Number one in running. He was a caboose last year. He's not this year. I disagree with Micah. Last year, he was the caboose. They carried him to the playoffs. And when he got into playoffs, he looked, well, in over his head. Sorry, but really. 12 and 1, baby. Hell of a team record. I agree. Hell of a team record. Way to go, team. Not hurts, but team, you know. Way to go, team. <laughs> Let Josh Allen, before talking smack on hurts, well, he's right on, he's right on schedule. They paid him, and he's the number one seed. He is on schedule. Can't talk any shit on Josh Allen at all. He's going to get the buy. They'll have home field advantage in Buffalo. I don't know. I think I think the Bills are going to win the Super Bowl. 
That's what he pay him $43 million. How you doing? <laughs> hey, man. Dude, I, can you imagine Big Sills in March picking Bills and Eagles to go to the Super Bowl, and Allen wins the Super Bowl, and then you get your dual threat dude because you'd have two of them in the game. Then maybe that does break the glass ceiling. Yeah. Hey, how about this one? What's his name goes like this. Wait, does Alvin have any rings? Bro, honest to God, when you watch Josh Allen play and you look at Jalen Hurts, you think Jalen Hurts is better? There's really no convincing you then. And I'm not going to have that argument with you because it's a ridiculous argument. Okay? It's ridiculous. It's like, it's like when you watch Big Ben and you watch Aaron Rodgers play. Big Ben's got more Super Bowl wins. But do you actually think ben ben, Big Ben is a better player than Aaron Rodgers? He's not. He's not a better player. When you watch Peyton Manning play and you watch Brady play, you don't really look at it and go, well, Manning's a better player. He's not. And by the way, there's another example. So Tom Brady never had a first-round draft choice in his offensive huddle in his entire career in New England. Manning had Edger and James, Marshall Falk, Marvin Harrison, Reggie Wayne, Dallas Clark, and an O-line attack for 10 years. He underachieved in Indianapolis. Got one Super Bowl. Really? Him and Tony Dungy, one Super Bowl. Well, Brady's, it was in the Brady era. I know, Big Ben's got two. Eli's got two at one place. Hurts over Allen. Bro, good luck to you. I would never pay that. So if you take the running game away from Jalen Hurts, Okay, you take the running game and the tight end and the other wide out away and you have A.J. Brown. You think they're 12-1. and Holy shit. Oh, we're going to find out soon enough, though. We'll find out real quick. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Top five Eagle prospects in the upcoming NFL draft. Dave Wanstat, in hour three, part of the Bears broadcast team and former Chicago Bear himself. Randy Moss wasn't drafted by the Patriots, ding dong. They picked him up for a sixth rounder with the Raiders. And the Patriots sent some stiff DB from Syracuse to the Raiders. There's not one player offensively that Tom Brady played with, skilled-wise, when they won a Super Bowl. Welker. Welker was cut by the Chargers. It was a special teams, dude. Edelman was a quarterback in college. Amendola, I don't know what he was. My projections on who I think makes the playoffs in the NFC. By the way, 
Gronk Hernandez? Hernandez was a fourth rounder, jackass. And Gronk was a second rounder. Sony Michelle, I believe, is the only guy in 21 years. I think Sony Michelle, the kid from Georgia, is the only guy that running back. <laughs> I do think Sony Michelle got a Super Bowl. Sony Michelle in 21 years, the only skilled offensive player in New England. I got something for you. I want to throw this at you, too, on why the Eagles are where they are. Watch this. I got the offensive paychecks for the Eagles here. Watch this. The high, I'll tell you, with incentives, with incentives, okay, with incentives, the number one player in New England, excuse me, the number one player in paycheck in Philadelphia, A.J. Brown, $25 million. Number two. I'll tell you what, I told you guys, man, you know, the left tackles get more, and they do get more. But Lane Johnson making $18 million is pretty healthy. Good for him, man. He's the second highest paid guy in the offensive huddle. Number three, Jordan Mulata at $16 million is number four. Excuse me, number three. Dallas Goddard at 14 2 is fourth. Jason Kelsey is fifth. So wait a minute here. So far in the top five. The top five. So far in the top five players. One, two, three our old linemen. Keep that in mind. Lane Johnson is two. Malata's three. Goddard's four. And Kelsey's five. Three in the top five are old linemen. And you're blocking tight end. So it's kind of like three and a half to four out of five. Okay. Six is Isaac Sayamalo at 5.3. So out of your top six players, five of your guys are your old linemen. The richest part of the Eagles are the old line. Someone goes, what's your point? I'll get to it. Number seven, Devontae Smith. Signing bonuses and all, he gets $5 million. Where the hell is Hurts? Here's your backup tackle. Is eighth, Andre Dillard. So hang on for a minute here. I'm already down to eight. You know, there's only 11 guys. A.J. Brown. Lane Johnson, Jordan Mulata, there's three. Dallas Goddard's four. Jason Kelsey's five. Isaac Sayamalo's six. 
Devontae Smith is seventh. Andre Dillard's eighth. Surely Hurts is ninth. No, that's Landon Dickerson at 2.1. There's only two more spots left. Oh, there's Hurts. 1.5 million. He's 10th. And then Sanders is 11th at 1.3. Your quarterback at 1.5 million? Dude, those old linemen will not be on the team. You will not be paying that kind of money with a $50 million guy. You're out of your tree. The highest paid position in Philly's the O-line. Why? Because the quarterback makes nothing. Makes less than Zach Pascal. You don't have a window of five years to win a Super Bowl. You got a one-year window with an extension. This thing will be shorter than that stint you had in 17. 16 free agents, and your quarterback is making 1.5 in your old line. Look at the money they spend in the old line. Shit, the two tackles make $45 million. Where in the NFL do you see that? Where the average is eight million bucks going across the board with a fifty million dollar quarterback, show me, and a twenty five million dollar wideout. <laughs> oh man. Uh, oh man. Did we talk about this last month? Hassan wants to know. Yeah, especially when you start talking about paying. Joe Burrow, less than Jalen Hurts, dual threat. All right, let's move off that. I kind of agree with Chris Sims, but not totally. The guys he mentioned, you never. But again, to the point of Jalen Hurts, Jalen's improved so much. It's a cool. I'll tell you this Hurts has to win the most improved player in the NFL. He has to win that award. You know, he may not win the MVP, but he's got to be the most improved player in the NFL. Kudos. Congratulations to you. You win the little kitty award. <laughs> Here's the little kitty award. The, you, you know that, you know, the guy that it's like, you know, he's the last dude picked on a pickup team. And here's the guy here for the most improved. You know, you always give that, award to some stiff dude but he's not he's not he's not he is really improved he's really improved all right eagles and bears on sunday get ready man this game will be over don't sit down and like invite a lot of people over for this game this game could break all nfl records for uh, the the least time ever televising a football game because there's going to be like 72 runs in this game. Supposedly, it's going to be windy. Yeah, go figure. It's Chicago, right? It's Chicago in December, too. Go figure. This thing, uh, seriously, it's going to be like Bowling Green versus Northwestern. Mac, Mid-American Conference versus the Big Ten. <laughs> and the Falcons versus the Wildcats. I think that's what Northwestern is. I don't really care. Northwestern doesn't build teams. They build debate teams and nuclear bombs. (laughs) 
you know, who cares, really? 18 people show up to the game. Anyway, there'll be a lot of running in this game. Two dual threat dudes. Holy cow. How many passes sales are you expecting from Justin Fields? Four. How many passes are you expecting from Jalen Hurts? Ten. <laughs> Two dual threat guys be going after one another on Sunday. Hey, make a quick game. It'll make for a quick game, though, so don't worry. You, you'll be 13-1. and one. Oh, I, Hey, by the way, man, I want the Cowboys and the Eagles to both win. You kidding me? I want the buildup for this bad puppy next week like you've never seen. I would never in a million years want anything to damage that. I don't want one team limping in. I want everybody at their best. Because this is the only way Jalen Hurts is going to win the MVP award. Don't have, don't wish for Dallas to lose that Jags game. If you want your boy to really have a true consideration for the MVP award, how many times all these Philly guys keep talking about how well he's played? You got a guy like Sims who actually has an MVP vote too? Who's not going to even remotely go near Jalen Hurts on the MVP? Tell you what, he puts up five touchdowns against the Cowboys at Christmas Eve, and he throws to 375 yards in Dallas. Jalen Hurts is going to win the Most Valuable Player Award. That's a fact. I'll vote for him. Because you know why? Christmas Eve is going to be the biggest stage of the year outside of the Super Bowl. Why would you want to dent that? Why would you want to deter that? Let the kid get... This is the kid's chance. Patrick Mahomes had a national stage on Monday Night Football against the Rams four years ago. It was a coming out party. Everybody kept going, wow, this guy Mahomes, he's really good. I hear a lot about him. I hear a lot about him. They got in that shootout. Everyone left that game that night. What were we doing? Holy shit. And now when, when Mahomes throws these underarm passes, now everybody's like this. Hey, man, see that every week now. Now we gauge him on postseason. Do you understand you're still gauging Jalen Hurts on regular season shit? Keep putting 12-1 and one up. Patrick Mahomes, Joe Burrow, Josh Allen. They're gauged on postseason play, not Jalen. Every time you guys put that stupid record up, you're talking about regular season. Josh, Josh Allen and Mahomes and those other guys have graduated from regular season. So if Patrick Mahomes is undefeated during a regular season, he gets beat in the postseason. You know what they're going to say about him? He shit the bed in the postseason. He's not Brady. <laughs> great, great regular season. Your guy's doing a really nice job in the regular season. Really great job in the regular season. Unbelievable job in the regular season. I love, look at the record. It's awesome. All the regular season accolades. Well, I don't talk about Joe Burrow or Josh Allen about regular season shit. And nor do anybody else. They talk about postseason. That was the case. Aaron Rodgers would be the greatest quarterback in the history of the National Football League. Nobody cares about regular season shit. But you keep talking about regular season. That's why he's nowhere near the conversation with a lot of people in the MVP. Not happening. When you start talking about Jalen Hurts postseason, that's when he's graduated. 
Every show, radios, what I do, talks about the regular season he's having. Shit, man, a guy in Minnesota's had spectacular seasons in the regular season. Spectacular. Hey, what about Herbert? Absolutely. Dude's got to win games. He's putting up all... Dude, Justin Herbert has put up iconic numbers next to Dan Marino and Mahomes. It's about time you start winning some games, kid. And some significant games. I agree 100%. But that's a talent. Hey, you see Jalen's season? Yeah, I, I don't care about the regular season. When it comes to MVP conversation, I don't care. Are you a postseason machine? Do you step up in the postseason? Do you win games? That's why that Kyler Murray guy and that contract, you're going to pay a guy on regular season accomplishments, you'll always fail. You'll always fail. You know the one thing they'll always say this about Jimmy Garoppolo? Jimmy Garoppolo's contract is not bad. 25 million bucks for 45 and 19. No one's going to complain about the money he's making. That guy's under market value big time. However, no one complains about that. Kyler Murray, 46 million. You'll get your GM and your head coach fired. GM's now taking a re, uh, like a relief because of stress. <laughs> you think? $46.1 million of the Bidwell money? Hey, you might need a rest. MVP is a regular season award. That's not how the voters do it, though. That's why the voters look at, and I agree with D. Gunn on this one, popularity and legacy. The MVP is about, hey, this is what they're saying about Aaron Rodgers now, and he's won a Super Bowl and a Super Bowl MVP. That was over 10 years ago, guy. What have you done for me lately? Well, I've only won two MVPs in a row, and I'm the four-time MVP in the NFL. I actually got more MVP awards than Tom Brady. Yeah, but have you seen your postseason record? You're 13 and 12. Don't you want your guy being gauged on postseason play instead of regular season play? Oh, wait, you're not there yet. That's why. He's coming along. Kid's getting better. Kids getting better. Kids getting better. Look at look at you, Kurt. Twelve and one or ten and three. Home field advantage. Home field advantage. That's what I want. Home field advantage. Hertz will win the Hertz will win Super Bowls. Good luck. This is what I see happening in this game. This will be a Miles Sanders ball game. I could see Miles Sanders going for 145 in this ball game against Chicago. Why would you throw it? There's no reason to throw it and have the opportunity of it being so windy, tip passes, high percentage plays. Run the hell out of the football, man. You're going to blow that team out. They can't defend the run. So wait a minute. The best or the second best rushing attack in the NFL the Eagles, versus the worst rushing defense in the NFL. What are you doing? Why in the world? And, and, and Xander said something to me at the beginning um, of the show. He goes, 
hey, you know, they may want to try to get Smitty a style. Bro, it's about winning this game and playing in Dallas. I want Devontae Smith to show up in Dallas, not in Chicago. Okay? The reason that football team is 12-1 and one is because of not that kind of thinking. Hey, well, let me get the touches here to this game. Dude, get the hell out of town in Chicago. Then you got all week to prepare for the Cowboys. I need Devontae Smith in that Cowboy game. I don't need him in the Bear game against the, the number one worst rush defense in the league. Why would I need Devontae? Why would I need AJ? I need Miles Sanders, the second most important player in the huddle. Second most important player in the huddle. Okay? Fields is a passer. Look at the numbers. They're atrocious. Now, I think it's got a lot to do with the talent around him. But he's atrocious. You couldn't have any more differences when it comes to the defenses, too. The Bears have the worst defense in the league. The Eagles have one of the top five defenses in the league. I think this is going to be a field day. That's why you're not going to see a lot of passing attempts from Chicago. They're going to try to keep it in third and long, and they're going to try to run the ball as much as they can. And guess who's going to have to be the catalyst in this? Dual threat. Dual threat. Sills, you think A.J. Brown can burn digs? I think Jesse, A.J. Brown, why would he have to burn him? How about run him over? I think that kid digs in Dallas, I think he's overrated. He gambles too much, and I'd have him more on a leash in my defensive structure than what he does with Dan Quinn. I think he gambles too much, and I think he gets beat a lot. I don't, I'm not a fan of Diggs. Actually, I think Bradbury's better. Slay's by far better. I, I look at Diggs and I, I, too many gambles. Way too many gambles, dude. I don't see it. You can have, hey, watch this. You can have Diggs in Dallas. I'll, I'll take Bradbury. I'm pretty good with that. Did you see Undisputed? previewing a Eagles Cowboys this morning. Imagine that. That's not even Anton until next week. I hope the Cowboys get punished for overlooking the Jags all week. Anton. Hey, by the way, you see everybody in Philly not reporting that the Eagles have signed a former Dallas Cowboy to the practice squad. Oh gee, I wonder why. Oh gee, I wonder why. Philly's thinking of Dallas too now. You see that? They signed a guy to the practice squad. They just signed a D lineman to the practice squad. Why is that? Because they want to know what Dan Quinn's doing over there. Pretty smart. Pretty smart. You know that Howie, when he called that dude, okay? Yeah. Yeah. Thirty-one fourteen. 
31-14, Eagles over the Bears. I don't see it. I don't see it. I don't see it. You know what, Tim? Watch this. Here's something I want to throw at you here. That's right, Maniac. How about this? Watch this. Who do you think has a bigger chance of having a distraction when you have the Dallas Cowboys versus the Eagles? The Eagles have no way. No way. There is no way they will be distracted. Cowboys are trying to distract them. Owners trying. Michael Parsons is trying. Chris Sims is trying. It won't work on Philly. It'll work on Dallas. They're always distracted. They're always distracted. Always distracted, especially this time of the year. Dude, it's like death and taxes with Dallas. Watch this. Got to pay your taxes. We'll all die one day, and the Cowboys shit the bed in December. <laughs> am, I, am I wrong? <laughs> right? Am I wrong? 31-14. They're going to kill this Bears team. Everyone's like, hey, look out for the Bears. They're number, number one in running. They are. You know, you're going to have to have lane integrity when you make your tackles, and you're going to have to be a lot better, okay? When it comes to tackling, getting guys on the ground. Come on, man. This team sucks. They got three wins. Okay? Come on, man. <laughs> Let me get back to this one point, though. Sim. With Chris Sims. <laughs> Chris Sims makes the comment. It's an analyst. Micah Parsons, though, has written checks all week long that he has to cash. Hey, dude, let me say this to you because I know you watch the show, too. You respond on my Twitter page all the time. Hoss, you've written checks this week. That every guy in that cowboy locker room and front office are going to be looking at. And if you pull one of them New York Giant games where you went into the Meadowlands and you were a no-show, or when you got your face kicked in by Lane Johnson and you were a no-show until you got going against Jack Driscoll, don't come barking at the media again. And saying, hey, you know, you know, Jalen Hurts sucks. Bro, you sucked. You need to cash these checks. There's two dudes in Dallas that have put themselves in immense pressure. Dude, Dak Prescott has to win this game. He has to beat the Eagles. Jalen doesn't. They'll still be the one seed either way. You want to win it because you want to close the shop on this thing. Get ready for the postseason. Okay, you do. But dude, Dak Prescott and Michael Parsons, Michael Parsons put himself in the bullseye. Dak is in the bullseye because he makes $45 million and he sucked in the post. Here, here again. We don't look at Dak Prescott for regular season numbers. Last year, the Cowboys were the number one team offensively in the NFL. They got bounced in the opening round. People are dumping all over Dak. Why? Postseason play. Well, when your boy graduates, Jalen Hurts, out of the postseason or into the postseason conversation, let me know. You guys are throwing 12-1 and one up. 
and look at his numbers all year. Congratulations to you. Keep doing it. No one looks at him as a postseason guy yet. It's incomplete. It's incomplete. I saw Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes last year put on one of the greatest performances in postseason play. And both those guys are 24. Those guys are your faces of the league. (laughs) Hey, Brian, your regular season stuff is great. Wake me up in the postseason when your boy does something. Let me know. (laughs) Let me know. There's a difference in how you – watch this. Nobody cares what Patrick Mahomes – they care what Mahomes is going to put up this year because of what he's done in the postseason. What is it, four now straight AOC championship games? Guys won a Super Bowl, Super Bowl MVP, regular season MVP. He's 26 years old. They gauge him now on postseason play. Not the regular season. Joe Burrow now is graduated because he won an AFC championship. There's graduation. You're going to get to turn the little thing on your hat. Jalen's still waiting to get his name called when it comes to graduating. Because you know why? You guys do this. 12 and 1. Look at the numbers. He's leading the NFL in quarterback. Who cares? <laughs> Who cares? <laughs> Postseason, baby. How you done? How you done? Oh, okay. Well, look at Spike. Excuse me. Allen's 26. Excuse me. He's not 25 or 24. He's 26. <laughs> Jalen's better than Burrow. See, look at look at look at Drew. So Drew would pay. Drew would pay Jalen Hurts $50 million over Joe Burrow. <laughs> I can't even. It's it's quite funny. <laughs> 12 and 1, baby. I, hey, that regular season record is great. Great team of great team record, man. You guys are killing it. Dallas may uh Dak makes worse mistakes than rookies. Hey, Vlad, let me ask you this, Vlad. You think Jerry Jones wants a return on investment? With that contract he gave Dak Prescott? You think the Raiders want to get a return on investment with that money they gave Derek Carr? Drew, Burrow's ACL is like Tua's physique. The only thing, Drew, my boy who's the gunslinger in Cincy, he sits back there and picks teams apart. He's not dual threat. So that doesn't really bug me. If my dual threat guy, like Kyler Murray, blew out his ACL, I'd have a problem with that. Because without him running around, Kyler Murray's not a $46 million player. He wasn't a $46 million player prior to the injury. But you paid him. Market value. You know, dual threat. (laughs) Dual threat. God, I love that. Unbelievable. By the way, dear God, please let Jalen stay healthy. Please. This is, I want, are you kidding me? Shit. 
Gardner Minshew. <laughs> hey, then again, Chris Sims says your team would be the same like the Niners if Gardner Minshew was your quarterback. You'd still be a playoff team. I agree with that. Do I think you'd be 12-1? and one? No. But do I think you'd be a playoff team like the Niners? So wait a minute. If you lose Jalen Hurts, you guys wouldn't be like the Niners? You wouldn't? You'd be what? Like the Vikings? <laughs> the Cowboys? Cooper Rush? Right? Shit, if the Chiefs lose Patrick Mahomes, they'll be in the top five picks of the draft in 2023. I agree. I think Gardner Mitchell could carry this team with all the tools they have to the playoffs. I do. Do I think they'd win a Super No. No, then again, no. I don't. Could they make the Super Bowl? I don't know, Nick Foles. Let's ask him. Dude, do I have Nick Foles' number? I think I do. Once the regular season's over, I think I got to. I think, I, oh, I know how to get it, though. You know who I'll get it from? I'll get it from Frank. If I don't, let me see. Do I, I got to have Nick Foles' number. Oh, I have it. We got to get Nikki on after the season. Little Nikki Foles. <laughs> Little Nikki Foles is like Brock Purdy. Dak says Minshew would go to the NFC Championship game. <laughs> it's, I think Cilio set up the interview between Parsons. <laughs> nice one, Fly. I like your thinking. Very good, Fly, because that's right down to Cilio Alley. Starting a Donnybrook, I've been known to incite a riot before. As Sports Illustrated, they said the next best thing to the boss. He could both talk you and pound you. I've, I've posted it before on my Twitter page. Rick Riley said it, the next best thing to the boss. He said, minus one for quotability. No, plus one for quotability. Minus two for inciting a riot. <laughs> hey, Xander. That's kind of like Big Sills inciting a riot. How you doing? Dual threat, legal. Sign them guys, man. Not me. Signing Michael Vick. Great success in the NFL. Sills, he was one of the most electric guys in the league. I know. What did he win? Nothing. Oh, okay. Oh, man, oh, man, oh, man, oh, man. Eagles top five prospects with that pick of the Saints. Plus, because you guys think they're winning the Super Bowl, the 32nd pick. There's five dudes that I'm looking at that the Eagles might, might want to identify. Also, projections on who I think is going to make it to the NFC postseason. Seals, would you pick Dak or Stafford? I'd probably go, I like Dak more than Stafford, but I like both guys. Man, that's a good one, Jess. I think Dak's more successful. He's more successful. 
Wait, Sills, he just won a Super Bowl. I know, but he has an under 500 record. He's a Hall of Fame guy. No, he's not. He's a Hall of Fame guy. Probably Dak. Probably Dak. Okay? Probably Dak. Let's see here. Let's see here. What other franchise other than the Chargers wait seven years to get to the second round of the playoffs? Dallas and who? Hey, hey, 215. Dude, I think the Dak Prescott deal, I, I, you know what I kept saying? Don't sign the guy. Don't sign the guy. Well, it's market value, Dan. Don't sign the guy. Dan, you're a racist for not supporting it. Don't sign the guy. Go back on my Twitter feed. Don't sign the guy. Yet you're just being right. Don't sign the guy. And three years later, we're still waiting for a win. You think Jerry Jones has got his return of 45 million bucks? These contracts never pan out. None of them. Now, we'll see if Allen does. He's on schedule. We'll see what happens in the postseason. Hey. We'll see what happens in the postseason. And Jalen, keep going in the regular season with all your great numbers. See, there's a there's a group of guys that are evaluated on the postseason. And then there's dudes over here that are evaluated on the regular season. And Jalen's in the regular season still. All of you say it every day here. Every day. Barely any of you bring up postseason anything. You know why? Because we're still talking potential. He's done everything this year. He's been, yeah. He sure has improved. He sure is a good player. He sure is a great team leader. I'm not denying any of that. Wake me up when he does something in the postseason. Wake me up. <laughs> Wake me up. Week 15 of the NFL, too. Niners are playing the best ball of any team in the NFC over the last month. I'll explain that. Please hit the like button. Hour number two. Don't forget Dave Wanstat, part of the Bears broadcast team, former Chicago Bear head coach himself, will join us in hour number three at 530. Keep it here on the National Football Show. Post game show with Seth Joyner. I knew that they had a running game. Derek Gunn. He has put in the effort. Devin Caney. Had we not won the Super Bowl, what would we be saying? And Mike Missanelli. Well, you know how Philly is. Post game, now streaming on the 6ABC family of apps. fans on earth it's a bold statement but would you expect anything less from philadelphia 
58 years of heartache creates a toughness, a grit, a resolve not found in most. Sure, our prayers were answered, but now that we've had a taste, we're looking for more. Pondley Hockey, official partner of the Philadelphia Eagles. Number one, Jeff D'Ambrosio. Destination Downingtown is rolling back prices for a December to remember. For a limited time, you can own, not lease, brand new 2023 Jeep Wranglers for only $39.95 or $339 per month. New Rams starting at only $39.95 or new Ram 1500 Bighorn Crew Cabs $189 per month. Zero Down can deliver. Get the price you want, the selection you need, and the VIP treatment you deserve. Jeff D'Ambrosio, Destination Downingtown, big finish sales event. Did you know taxes could be your biggest expense during retirement? Are most of your assets in tax-deferred accounts like IRAs and 401ks? Taxes are historically low today, but we're facing significant headwinds in the future. Do you have a plan? The Thrive Financial Team has more than 100 years of experience helping people across the Delaware Valley with forward-looking tax planning. Learn how to shift your money from forever tax to no or low tax accounts. Get your Thrive Retirement Tax Playbook today. Go for the beers, go for the cheers, go for the hit and the hits, go for the scene, go for the screens, go for the gallery, go for the win, go to ocean. Big Sills National Football, Joe. Let me see who the Niners have played over the last month versus who the Eagles have played. San Francisco 49ers schedule. Let's take a let's 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 take a look on who they have played this year. Let's see. Let me see here. Who they've beaten. Let's see here. By the way, Christian McCaffrey is a star. Wow. He is a star. Here we go. So they beat a playoff team that's right now in the playoff picture in Seattle last night. Let's see who else they beat. They beat the Buccaneers who are going to win the NFC South. And Brady destroyed them. They destroyed the Dolphins, who were in the four seed in the playoffs. So they three straight playoff teams? Get out of here. The 49ers? Wait, can't. The 49ers? The 49ers have played three straight playoff teams and destroyed them? Let's see who the Eagles have played. <laughs> Who the Philadelphia Eagles played in the last three weeks? Let's see here. They beat the Titans. Okay, that's a good win. I told you that's a good win. Packers are so far out of the playoff picture, it's a joke. They beat the Colts by one. Hey. <laughs> What's the last time you played a playoff team? Probably the Titans. It's got to be the Titans. Shit, man. 49ers just played three straight playoff teams. Can't deny that. 
Let's see here. They played the Giants, Tennessee, Green Bay, and Indy in the last four games. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Dimes Jones. And, we, and then he got the three and ten. Now he got the three and ten um, Bears. Wow. Jesus, Gramity. You guys are really knocking down barriers with the shitty teams you're playing. How you doing, man? Last three weeks, the 49ers have destroyed playoff teams when who cares who's quarterbacking? They put a dude named Brock Birdie. It's like Ian Book in its Super Bowl and at the quarterback to have a Super Bowl run for them, and they're still killing teams. <laughs> Woo, man. That 49er team is playing the best football of any team in the NFC over the last month. Absolutely, hands down, not a question and not a debate. Dimes Jones to the Bears. <laughs> wow, man. I mean, this is just too much. This guy, wait a minute. They destroyed Tom Brady in the process, too. Dimes Jones. Oh, come on, Sills. Calling the Bucks a play. They are a playoff team. They're gonna win the they're gonna win the South. By the way, Adam, hey, beat Brady before you talk shit on him. The Bucks made that guy look like a fool last year at the quarterback position. Jalen Hurts. He looked like a fool. Bucks stink by default. <laughs> they killed you 10 months ago. They killed you. Get a different team. I know. Still Brady. And you still have Jonathan Gannon. The great, you know what I call Jonathan Gannon? The great equalizer. (laughs) He's the great equalizer. Titans, Giants, Commanders are playoff teams. I said the last three weeks, Brett, don't change it on me, man. We smoked the Commanders in game. You got beat by the Commanders. Wait a minute. Is that right? Is that how that worked? Let me see that. Oh, that can't be the truth. Wait a minute. Philadelphia Eagles in the last month of the season. Here we go. Here we go. Okay, here we go. Here we go here. No, no, no. I want this one. So let me get – here's your last four games. One, two, three, four. Oh, shit, man. Last four games have been Indy, Green Bay, Tennessee, and the Giants. And the game before Indy, you got beat. So who's been playing better ball over the last month and a week? The Niners. Damn. Facts again. Damn, Sills. You know, you guys are really great. You point it all out to me. You guys lead me. It's wonderful. Oh, it's great, man. Thank you very much. So in the last month, you got beat by Washington, and you've played Dimes Jones and another dual threat. And and the Niners have played three straight playoff teams, and you're going to try to tell me you think the Eagles are playing better ball than them when you beat inferior teams. Let's just say this. 
You've played inferior teams to the Niners the last month. Inferior. So before you start barking about playing the best ball, now here, to quantify that and to be fair, have the Eagles played the best football of any team in the NFL all season long for 13 games? Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. That is a fact. Last month, no. You're not paying, you're not playing better. With a headless horseman team in San Francisco, too. Who's the quarterback? I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know. Dude, if Jimmy Garoppolo was the quarterback, that team would win the Super Bowl. Guys go, no, he wouldn't. Why? He's been there. Why? He's been there. Look at Brian keep talking about regular season accomplishments. Wake me up when you get to the postseason, son. And this unit has some success in the postseason. Here, let me, here, here. I had to do it one more time, Xander. Here's the Eagles under Jalen Hurts' watch and their first playoff experience. Game. It is laughable, Philiopolis. You have accomplished nothing. Eagles are five and one against playoff teams. Five and one against playoff teams? The Giants aren't making the playoffs. What do you, what do you, what do you look at this schedule now? And and, and look at it like, like a college schedule? The Dolphins are going to make it. The Giants are not. The Titans might not. We all know. As a matter of fact, here I think here's who I think makes the playoffs in the NFC. Okay. Here are the teams that I think at the end of the day and at the end of. The regular season. Here are the teams that I think make it to the NFC. I think the Lions are going to make it. As a matter of fact, the Lions are the best team that you've played so far this year. The Lions. The six and seven Lions have been the best team that you've played. What about about the record of the Vikings? Lions just beat them. The best team you've played is the six and seven Lions. Oh my God. No, it makes it sound right. It makes it sound not as good, the 12 and one record. Don't worry about it. Get home field advantage. No one cares. Okay. The Lions are the best team you've played this year. <laughs> the Lions. Number six, I think the Washington Commanders do make it. They got a pretty good coach. They got a good coordinator. They got a good defense. This kid, Tyler Heineke, is pretty good. I think they'll be in the six hole. Brett says, at least finish my chat when I send you money. Commanders game one. I apologize, Brett. You're right. Game one, look at the stats. Nine sacks, win average. Five and six a game, breaking season record for sacks and TDs. What is Jalen's record over the last 23 games? Keep talking regular season, Brett. Great. 
Wake me up when he graduates to the big boy table. You know what the big boy table is? Here, here's here's the big boy table. Xander, get ready. This is this is like the you know you know what Christmas time you have like the big big folks table where all the parents sit. Then you get the little kitty table. Jalen's at the little kitty table. Okay, here's at the big table. You got Burrow, Allen, Mahomes. You got Herbert over here. You got that's a that's a big boy's table, and over here at the little kitty table. You know we 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 get mac and cheese and stuff like that, right? Jalen's at the little kitty table. Jalen, little kitty table. Who else is young? Um, Dak's at the kitty table. Dak is. You know what the problem with Dak though? See. Dak's getting too old for the kitty table. You know that you know when you sit in those little tiny chairs, Dak's about ready to break his chair. Dak's at the Dak's at the kitty table. He's been there too long, man. But see, nobody wants to invite him to the to the big table for Christmas dinner. He's at the little kitty table. Jalen's over here at the little kitty table with Dak. Tyler Heineke, all them other guys over there. They all sit at the little kitty table. Make sure, make, make, make sure you don't spill any of your make sure you don't spill any of your coke out of your sippy cup. <laughs> you see, Jalen's still drinking out of a sippy cup. And and you know, Mahomes and Allen and Burrow and those guys, they're drinking out of mugs. <laughs> That's a big boy table. And you got the little kitty table. Jalen's still drinking out of the sippy cup. And these other guys are drinking out of mugs. They drink their beer out of bottles. No. <laughs> oh. Hertz is at the head of the kitty table. Yeah, I believe that. Sure is. <laughs> Jalen's at the head of the kitty table. Yeah, man. Absolutely, he's at the head of the kitty table. He's got the biggest sippy cup, too, of anybody. Oh, my God, are you kidding me? They gave Jay shit. He's playing so well, Jalen. They gave him a banking. Look at this guy. Number one in pass percentage, and he's this and that, and he's 12 and one. And I mean, shit, man. I mean, got to give him $50 million. <laughs> I, I'm not doing that. I've already learned my lesson with Carson Wentz. I'm not doing that shit again. I'm going to hang in there for a little bit. You don't like it? I'm going to do what Baltimore did. And if you're not careful what I'll do, I'll up your I'll, I'll give you like a bonus for a year so you can have a bonus next year so you're not making shit money. And I'll franchise tag you for 3 years to see if this thing works. Just like Dak, just like Cousins, just like everybody else, I'll franchise you for $30 million. Relax, clutch. I have the upper hand here. <clears throat> oh, you don't think the Eagles are going to get Jackie with this? Yes, sir, baby. I think the Lions sitting at the little kitty table. It's all right. 
<laughs> um, Seals mocks the dual threat. Dual threat blows. There's too many variables that can go wrong in that whole thing. Especially when you pay them, guys. You got to rip half your team apart to keep them. You're relying on their wheels and their arm. Remember something. I hear people saying Jalen Hurts can sit back in the pocket like Patrick Mahomes and win NFL games. That is so far from the truth. So far from the truth. He's not going to sit back there and throw the ball 45 times in a game and win you consistent games. He's not. That's not what he is. Well, he could do that. Yeah, you're damn right he could at $1.4 million. When you've got the highest paid O-line in the league, do you know the Eagles have the highest paid offensive line in the league? You think that dynamic stays intact with a $50 million quarterback? Once you ask, once you ask Kansas City when they had to dump half their O-line and put all their money in Orlando Brown, who they're not happy with. Oh, my God. No, don't tell me that. Hey. Oh. Whoa, 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 whoa. Don't be thinking that I think that the Cowboys are going to beat you or you're not better than them. I think you're by far better than the Cowboys. The Cowboys, let me tell you what they run under. Delusion. The Cowboys are coached with delusionary GMs, delusionary coaches, and they're delusionary fans. Everything in Dallas, in my opinion, is hype and no context. Because when I say... You know, when I say something about the Eagles, at least they've done the most important thing that you could possibly do. They win. Now, Dak's owned you. He's owned the Eagles. I think that changes. Okay. The Dallas Cowboys. Dude, you're big. At, here, I'm going to talk about the Niners here. The Cowboys? Really? Look, friends, everyone's going to pump this game up. And they're, they're, they're using you. Your only threat is in San Francisco. It's not the guy in Dallas. It's not. I don't see it. I don't see it. The only team that you're going to have, maybe Brady in the post. Watch this. If you get Brady in the divisional round, well, you might get the Cowboys again. I don't know. They're a wild card team, and they're going to be a wild. You might get them. Okay? I don't care about the Christmas game. It's about playoffs. Anton, dead on. The Christmas Eve game? Is really a game for Jalen. It's really a game for Jalen. It's his coming out party. You know, you know, that maybe he graduates from the little kitty table to the big people table. You know, maybe he doesn't have to eat, eat mac and cheese. Maybe he can have a turkey. 
you know, make sure you chew your food. Do you need any more Coke in your sippy cup? <laughs> That's where he sits right now. He sits at the little kitty table. It's all good. He'll graduate. Unlike Dak, Dak's been at the kitty table for five years. <laughs> he's getting a little wobbly in that little chair too, man. He's getting, he's grown up now. You know, I mean, I got to grow up sitting in with the little kitty guys. Eventually, man, I'm going to have to throw him out of the house. Yeah. Kids eat butter noodles at the kitty table. Is that what Jalen likes? Jalen looks more like a steak eater. You know, he's a 650-pound squatter. <laughs> Dual threat. You can't get over that. It sticks in my mind. I mean, maybe we ought to make a Christmas album and get the guys like Kelsey and them dudes to make a Christmas album with Hurts, you know, we can, I don't know, dual threat, have an, maybe we can have an Easter album, you know, or a New Year's album or something. I don't know, whatever. Right. <laughs> you know, I can see Jalen, dual threat, back the knife like that. <laughs> Holy cow, man, this is too much. This is too much. The 49ers are playing the best football of any team in the NFC, and I'll tell you why. Look at the competition they're playing. And they're beating them up. Eagles are playing bums. Another bum team Sunday. Dual threat game. 88 rushing attempts. Last time I saw an 88 rushing attempt game, I watched Oklahoma when they ran to wishbone versus Kansas. In 1980, they, I think, I, I think the Sooners ran for 700 yards. I, I think the Eagles could probably, you know, I think the Eagles could actually break the rushing record in this game against Chicago on Sunday. Okay. I do, man. I do. Purdy will crumble once he faces a real D line. Are you kidding me? Trent Williams is the best tackle in the game. He's the best tackle in the game, and he's paid like it. You see him last night? Dude, I will say this to you about the Niners. The Eagles have the best dual threat O-line and D-line in the league like they did in 17, and that means something. But the Niners have the two best players at those respected groups, Trent Williams and Nick Boza. There's not a guy in Philly that's anything near Nick Boza. Hey, and that sacking the quarterback last night and that penalty that Boza got, there is no way Lawrence Taylor and Reggie White could play in today's NFL. And if you had a guy like Montana or Elway or, my God, Marino playing in today's game where you couldn't hit these guys, why do you think bums like Brock Purdy could play today? Why do you think bums like Blake Bortles can pe- play today and throw for 400 yards? You know why? Because you can't hit them. Dude, back in the day, you got to separate spleens. You had to get the ball out. You had to know immediately. Jalen Hurts could never have played back in the day. 
Because you had to know exactly where to throw the ball, and you got murdered. They would murder him. The Reggie White defense, Gang Green, would murder Jalen Hurts. Because every time he took off running, they'd hit him late. They'd hit him late. Hey, Brady wouldn't play as long as he is. No way. Absolutely not. Why do you think a guy like Brady could play 25 years? Because you don't hit him. You don't hit the – Brady couldn't play as long as he has. You know, that's why everyone goes like this. Sills, who's better, Brady or Montana? Well, if Joe didn't get hit with Jerry Rice, what do you think would happen if he got a chance to play until he was 46? He'd have as many Super Bowls too. Joe had to leave the game because he got a beating. Longevity at the quarterback position? That's why dual threat doesn't make sense to have that on your contract and on your salary cap. You're asking for trouble when you do that. Do you not understand that? Today's NFL is the quarterbacks don't get hit. But if my guy's dual threat, you're putting your quarterback in harm's way. Well, Sills, Kyler Murray got hurt outside the pocket. That's not the point. The point is he relies on that aspect of his game to win games, same as Jalen. That's why the rules today, you saw it last night on display on why it's important to have a drop-back quarterback because you can't hit him. I can hit Jalen Hurts. Taking off, doing something, him getting out in the perimeter and running and hurting his knee. Well, you ain't going to see any of those other guys like that. And by the way, if they are, that's not a part of their game. It's clearly not a part of their game. It's part of the dual threat. Okay? Nobody is going to build a team around a dual threat with what you saw last night with the roughing the passer. Think about that for a minute. Roughing the passer last night? He Nick Boza didn't do anything wrong last night. Nick Boza sacked the quarterback, and they called a penalty on it. Jalen gets out in the open and gets hit. Well, Dan, he takes care of it. It doesn't matter. It's a matter of time. Josh Allen, too. How many times I keep going over this with you guys? They don't fix that. That's why a guy like Miles Sanders at Buffalo makes sense. I mean, look at the rules that you saw last night on display. The rules show you why the league is still going. Do you know what they did last night to you guys? Sills, most players in the league aren't Nick Bozum. Okay, well, he's on the best defense in the NFL. He's more like Russell Wilson than Lamar Murray. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. 
Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. But Brett, look at, look at Russell Wilson today. In the offseason, they gave him $300 million because they thought he was Russell Wilson. And today, he's a shot fighter. Come on, man. He's a shot fighter. He's a shot fighter. That is, first thing I thought about last night when I saw Boza, I was like this. If you're calling that roughing the passer, that's why it's even more essential you have a drop back guy and not a dual threat guy. Can you, can you imagine? That, that play could have really been an important part of the game in seeding if the 49ers had lost it because of that play. That play is exactly what the league wants. The league doesn't want dual threat. The league wants Mahomes, Allen, Herbert, and Burrow, not Jalen Hurts. That's why they don't promote you. By the way, the only reason this game is being looked at in any kind of light right now is because it's the Cowboys on Christmas Eve. If the Eagles were playing the Vikings, this would be another game on the schedule for Christmas Eve. It's the only reason. Hate keep doing this. Lamar Murray, hey, I'm not paying any one of the... By the way, I'm going to say it again to you about Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson's gamble has not panned out and played out and paid off. This is the third straight year he's been injured. I'm sorry. As great and as talented as he is, I'm not paying $250 million for a guy who can't finish the year. Why would you? Seals, he's very talented. Bro, Lamar Jackson can't finish a season. Right now, how about this? Don't you agree? Lamar Jackson not being on the field for the Ravens hurts their seeding and chances of making the postseason. Perfect example of a great quarterback in the wrong system. Um, if you're talking about Herbert, Absolutely. Absolutely. And by the way, if I'm Justin Herbert's agent, I want out of Los Angeles. Who am I next? Going to be the next Dan Fouts and the next Phillip Rivers? Eli Manning and his father, Archie Manning, were right not to have him when he first initially was drafted by the Chargers and the Spanos family. He was totally right not to want to play in San Diego. He won two Super Bowls in New York with Jerry Reese and Tom Coughlin. There was stability in the front office. If I'm Justin Herbert, get me out of the Spanos family. They fire a 14-2 and two Marty Schottenheimer. They had one of the best rosters in the early 2000s instead of the Patriots. There was an AFC championship game that Phillip Rivers was playing on one leg, and he almost beat Brady. They had Vincent Jackson, and they had all them great players there. I mean, LaDainian Tomlinson. I mean... So many of those great players. Junior Seau, 
Rodney Harrison. And they couldn't do anything because ownership sucks. Dude, they had Drew Brees. Not only that fly, they had Drew Brees. And you know what their stupid ass did? Instead of putting Rivers in, they played Brees because they were trying to showcase him in a meaningless game against Kansas City. He blows his shoulder out, and guess what? They cut him. And the most prolific passer in the history of the NFL when he left the game was cut by the Chargers. You want to be involved in an organization like that? I don't. If I'm Justin Herbert, you put that dude Brandon Staley in there with me, get me out. Or hire me Sean Payton. Hire me Sean Payton. You had Lamar as the number five guy. You know, Bob, I did. And I thought about it after last night watching the roughing the passer. And then when I heard he wasn't playing this weekend, I'm not paying Lamar Jackson $250 million. He can't finish the year. How many people here? Okay. How many people? This is after an M. So let me, let, let's play out Lamar Jackson. Watch this. He's having a Jalen. He had a Jalen Hurts year. Do you not agree? Xander, everyone, watch this one. What was the Baltimore Ravens record in 2017? The Ravens were 14 and 2 his MVP season. He hasn't finished the season since. And you want to give him $250 million? Would you? Won the MVP. Won the MVP. Would you give him $250 million? Would you give right now Lamar Jackson, as talented as he is, a 25-year-old guy, would you give him twenty-five? Would you give him $250 million? Hey, this, this is your guy. Chargers had Parsons' name as Sean Merriman. <clears throat> they had Sean, he was a great player, Sean Merriman. Yes, I would. Good luck to you. He can't finish a year. Don't worry, your guy will be there soon. All dual threat guys are. dual threat <clears throat> guys the 11th no, 10th highest paid guy in the old line I mean in the uh, offense and your old line's the richest offensive line in the NFL by the way think about that for a minute too with the Eagles you're 12 and 1 you have the most expensive O-line you have one of the most expensive wide receivers you use the first round draft choice on the other wide out you're paying a tight end $15 million. And the two guys on your football team that one of them you don't want anymore in Miles Sanders and the other guy makes $1.4 million. The most productive players in your huddle are the least expensive guys. You've got the richest O-line 
when it comes to salaries in the league. Let's take a look at that. It's uncr- you know, I, I didn't think about it until we started talking more about it. What's, I mean, <clears throat> there's not an O-line in the NFL. Not an O-line. Lane makes 18. Malata makes 16. There's 34 million. Sayamalo makes six. There's 40. <laughs> Andre Dillard, <clears throat> he makes three. There's 43. Kelsey makes 10 million. There's 53. Dickerson, shit, he's the cheapest. He makes two points. You've got $55 million in salaries. And you're five guy. You have an average of $10 million per player in the O-line. You better be a top running team. I'm spending $50 million. Oh, get this. I'm spending $50 million of my $181 million salary cap on my O-line. I better have the best unit. <laughs> Shit. No wonder they were getting pissed off at your two. So watch this too. 14 million and the other guy makes 13. So here's what you got here. Get this. You're this is wonderful. Eight, nine, 10, 11, 12. There's 82 million dollars in your O line and your two DTs. 82 million of your 181 million dollar salary cap are in two guys on the defensive line and your 5 0 line. And you want to pay your guy $50 million. Where are you getting this money from? Where are you getting this money from? <laughs> where, where are you getting the money from? <laughs> you got $82 million in seven guys. And the cap last year was 181 and it's going up 208. Where are you getting this dough from? Who goes? Malata? Lane? Well, Kelsey, hey, Kelsey comes off the books as he ain't coming back. The kid Jurgens. So you go down to town a little bit next year. Think about that for a minute, too. The quarterback of your old line's gone next year. No matter what. 10 million off the cap, but experience gone. Price of success. And Frank goes, what's the point? Dual threat. You better be right. That's the point, Frank. You better be right with Jalen. This is what Sims is saying. An importance of a quarterback who can win games from the pocket. I can't pay Hurts $50 million. Well, you better you yes, dude. Clutch Sports is not gonna walk into that building and go like this. Our guy will take less than Kyler Murray. That ain't gonna work. Especially if they do end up 16 and 1. Get paid on that regular season, baby. Better be right. You were wrong on Wentz. Better be right this time. But then again, how he likes to fight, he likes to light the team on fire. It's all good. Hurts 38 million. So you're gonna pay Jalen Hurts less than what the according to the NFL Players Association, 
you're going to pay Jalen Hurts less than what the franchise tag is. Franchise tag is 39-2 next year. You're going to pay him 38? Yeah. Ah, look at Anthony asking a brilliant question. What's your suggestion? <clears throat> I like the kid. I like him. I want to work with him. I want to do something. They're going to have to be creative with it. He's got another year on his second round rookie deal. Correct? Okay. Sign him to a one-year extension. Give him, give him the one-year extension that pays him 35 or such. Guarantee it. Give him a one-year extension so both parties can see where they are. The Eagles need some latitude. To me, it's about the roster. It's not about Hurts. Hurts is not Allen. Hurts is not Burrow. Those guys, they can lose T. Higgins. They can lose Joe Mixon. They can lose Tyreek Hill. You can't lose that old line. You got $65 million lined up in your old line with five guys. You average over 10. There's not a line in the NFL that's anything near that. Kansas City, Buffalo, all the contending teams, not even Dallas. You got to get younger and cheaper in that old line. Dickerson's your most, Dickerson and Milata, in my opinion, are your best investments. Lane at $20 million for a right tackle is an awful lot of money. Especially when I got to pay my quarterback 45 to 50 million. Am I going to pay a right tackle? Not a left. This is what I'm, <clears throat> I didn't want to go too deep into it here with this. But a $20 million right tackle? Wow. It's a lot. This guy makes almost as much as A.J. Brown, a right tackle. That's a lot of cash. Is he worth it? Yeah, he's great. Just saying, this is a sport that worked. Dude, there's no luxury tax where the owner could come in and pay, like, you know, a fine for this shit. That doesn't work in the league like this. not the NBA. You got to move all this stuff around, dude. Dre goes, Dan, I agree, which is why Hertz needs to understand his market. Listen, Dre, I... Dre, I think he's going to work with them. I think this guy's got a lot of Brady with him. I really do. I think he's got a lot of Brady. I think he's got a lot of Brady. All right. By the way, I'm sorry I didn't give you more of a breakdown of the Bears game. I just don't see it. 31-14? I think they destroy them. I don't, you know, I mean, I don't know what else you want me to say. They're going to run the ball a hundred times at them. They can't stop the run. Why would I put higher percentage? See, this is what you don't want to do with the Bears. Don't make it a game. You know how you make it a game? Throw the ball. Well, let's get Smitty his numbers. Man, screw that shit. Let's get out of here and get to Dallas week. Let's get out of here. 
So I don't care, but let's get out of here. Let's get out of here healthy, and let's get over to Dallas week. You don't need any jacking around with numbers. Don't get anybody hurt doing something stupid, like getting somebody his numbers. Seals, we need to calm down, bro. We love you, but don't need to be getting all worked up. Your health is important. I'm good, dude. I'm not. I'm always worked up because you know why? I'm grateful for what I do in my life. Franco's, you overcomplicate things. Dude, the NFL is overcomplicated. They overthink things when it comes to evaluating of talent. And they overestimate the value of their team. Slash Jalen Rager. That's what the league is. It's always overcomplicated. Gotcha, Xander. I got five guys for you. Fields proved he was the better pick. Then who? Then who? Fields? He sucks as a passing quarterback. Now he has no help around him. Unlike Jalen, he has no help. Zero help. Except for the running game. They figured it out. They could do one thing effectively, and that was run, which is smart by Eberflus, the new head coach. Break down the commander's game. You mean the one that the uh, commanders beat him? I can't dismiss him yet. Same as Jalen. Oh, no, Jalen, Jalen. Dude, one thing I am completely with you guys on, Jalen's won the job. It's just how much. He's won the job. Fields? Not me, man. I don't think I don't I think Justin Fields is another Ohio State quarterback. And because he's a dual threat guy, and because most teams can't tackle. You see that shit last night with the Nick Bosa stuff? Man, they don't want you playing defense in the NFL anymore. If you did what you did last night to Nick Bosa with that sack, and then you called it roughing the passer, there is no doubt in my mind today's NFL does not want you playing defense. That was a football play. That's just not on that play. That's on targeting. That's on a wide receiver that's like not protected when you hit them. The holding penalties, the pass interference. Can you name me one rule the NFL has changed to benefit the defense? In the last 25 years? Maybe what was it? The crackback block? Outside of the crackback block. Can you name me one rule the NFL competition committee changed that benefited the NFL's defensive players? Can you? Pass interference, associate objective. Get this. You don't know if it's a penalty or not. Holding? You don't know if it's a penalty or not. Most of the time, I think the rest do a nice job on the holding. But on pass interference, it's such a subjective call. The referees have the game in their hands late going into the half and at the end of games when it comes to pass interference. How many times do you see field position change doing that? I don't want the referees to have any kind. You know the most obnoxious thing on the planet is? Is the five or six foul rule that you have in the NBA. So you got a referee that could take 
Joel Embiid out of a game? Who gives you that power? So you could dictate a basketball game that could mean the NBA championship by a subjective foul because you think you're blocking out. That is so asinine. I think that's the worst rule of all time, that the NBA officials can take players out of games. Now they're talking about taking players, like in college, if you get a hit on the quarterback or targeting and taking them out of games. You imagine Darius Slay covering uh, C.D. Lamb on Christmas Eve, and he gets taken out of a game and suspended because it's a subjective call by the, by the uh, referees. Give me a break, dude. I don't want refs controlling the game that much. You're, you're, and you're, you're taking the game. This is a collision sport. Okay? The NFL is a collision sport. Drain, what's the catch? Maybe help the defense? They don't want, the NFL does not want to help the defense. That's not what they're doing. These rule changes, man. That's why, again, when you talk about dual threat quarterbacks, it doesn't favor you. It's why the passing historical numbers in Eagle history have sucked Guys, why do you think since 2000 you guys have dominated the NFC East? It's because of your passing or your running attack and your defense. The Eagles have not been really an offensive juggernaut. Top three players in 22 years in Philly. And and by the way, not one-year wonders like T.O. Brian Westbrook, D-Jax, Zach Ertz, McNabb, hmm. Shady McCoy, Sproles. What, seven guys in 22 years? The Eagles historically haven't caught up to the league yet. This is the first year. Look look at you guys talking about maybe potentially two wide receivers with 1,000 yards, first time in team history. You haven't had a wideout with 1,000 yards since 17. This is the first back to have 1,000 yards, and I can't remember when. Since Shady? Pal Sean Jeffries. Good night. Keep his ass, too. Macklin was a good player. Macklin was a good player. Did you hear me? Really great player? Absolutely not. Right? Dan, do you agree? that you should be able to challenge one bad call per game, throw out the blue flag. I like that. I think you should be able to challenge those referees' subjective calls. Yes. Think about that. 85, there's pass interference is subjective. When you have a holding call, you see a guy taking a guy's jersey off, right? 
pass interference is so subjective. It's like penalty kicks in in soccer. I hate to bring that up, but that's not or like like the penalty shot in in the hockey. The penalty shot has nothing to do with hockey. Who has the best scores on the team? Well, I lose because if I'm the from New Jersey, I traditionally don't have great scores. Todd Pinkston, again, another guy. Right? Pink Todd Pinkston? Todd Pinkston. Jeremy Macklin. Who are some of these other guys? <laughs> Dude, those guys are dudes. I'm talking about great players like Brian Westbrook, Shady McCoy, guys like that, Zach Ertz. Those are great players. He's up, <laughs> Jeremy Mac, DJX, Jeremy Macklin, Todd Pinkston. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Todd Pinkston. Fred Barnett Fred Barnett Irving Fryer didn't play in the last 22 years dude Irving Fryer now look you're trying to reach back into the 80s and 90s Keith Byers didn't play in the 2000s Harold Carmichael played in the 70s and 80s I'm going to play the game with you here Okay, since 2000, Mike Quick, 70s, 80s. Well, you got a great history in the 70s and 80s with wideouts. <laughs> Westbrook was your best. I mean, I'm, I'm partial to this guy. I think, I, I, I think Brian Westbrook was just spectacular. Reggie Downtown Brown. <laughs> oh, wow. These are uh, Jason Avant, another dude. Chad Lewis was good. Chad was good, man. Chad was a good football player. Deuce Staley, okay. <laughs> Deuce Staley, Dave Maggot. I don't know. I think Dave was good too in New York. Bruce Staley, Deuce Staley. All right. I think you're making my point when you put these names up here about your offensive guys since 2000. Right? Todd Stinkston. <laughs> Chris, I didn't, Chris, it, it crossed my mind, but I was like, you know, I'm not going to, you know, I'm, hey, 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 Todd, I'm hurting too many feelings as it is. T.O. had one year in your freaking thing, man. I told you, one-year wonders. We don't count one-year wonders, dude. He's not an eagle. He played with the Eagles for a year and a half or whatever it was. Okay. Joey B, baby. Hey, watch this. Ferrari, Nissan. 50 million. You get to spend 50 million, Sales. Do you want a jacked-up Nissan? Dual threat? Or do you want Joe Burrow? Can I have the Ferrari? Or the Bugatti over here? You mean Burrow? Yeah, Burrow. I want Burrow. What about Jalen? Ah, he's nice. Not me. We never had what the NFL considered superstars on offense. We just loved our guys. E. Kuhn, I know that, man. 
I know that. That dude, this is why I love you guys. Look at the names you guys bring up. Kevin Curtis. Dude, this is why I love you guys. Only one Bugatti in the league. <laughs> Xander says it's the dude in my it's the dude in Tampa, TB12, baby. Dude, look at the look at the names you bring up, Riley Cooper. Yeah. Hey, we'll leave Riley alone here, man. Look at how you bring up all these dudes. Eldon, Jalen Hurts MVP. Not happening. Not even in the con- well, no, he's in the conversation. He is. Can't do it. Well, let me know when he graduates from the uh, regular season talk into the postseason. Because that's when you start. That's why Dak, people are shitting on Dak. Hey, Dak, you've really done a nice job. You led the NFL in offense. You've put up a lot of numbers. What's your postseason like? And for those Italians out there, ungats. Ungats. (laughs) That's why I want my money. Get this. He's done some really good stuff. Dak Prescott. Hey, do you think I can get a refund? Charlie Gardner was good. Freddie Mitchell. Hank Basket. <laughs> Please stop. You're embarrassing yourselves. Pete Lisk. <laughs> David Beckham. Holy cow, man. Just a plethora of offensive stars in the 2000s. Whew. Killing it. Killing it. Hertz will have back-to-back postseason appearances. Really? Okay. That's something to be said about. Last year, he was the caboose. He was carried across the finish line. This year, he's the second engine. (laughs) He's the second engine. The second engine, baby. So why don't you wait till the postseason? I'm trying to. General, I'm trying to. I'm trying to get you to the postseason. Your guy hasn't done shit yet. You guys just keep, you know, telling me how great he is after 13 games. See what he's doing in regular season? Yeah. But you see the big boy table. Once again with the big boy table. Here at the like the adults table, Burrow's there, <laughs> Allen's there, you know, Mahomes is there. And over the little kitty table, you got Jalen Hurts at the little kitty table. He's at the head of the kitty table now. And he's the first to have a sippy cup filled. Don't kid yourself. He gets a special sippy cup. You know? Got a big clown on it, some dinosaurs. He's the first guy that gets the happy meal. All good, man. I'm I'm okay with Jalen at the little kitty table. I think could does can Jalen get to the big table? I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> hey, Xander just goes like this. Can you pitch your big sills with a sippy cup? Let me put it to you this way, Junior. It'd have corona in it. <laughs> Hey, how come Sills has a sippy cup? Yeah, well, tell you what, vodka tonic and also vodka cranberry could be in that thing. How you doing? Sills, what do you got, cramps? (laughs) Hmm. 
got to see. We, oh, yeah, that's what we got to do. If Jalen Hurts wins the NFC title, I'm going to present Jalen with one of the greatest things I possibly could. You know what it's called? It's called a diploma from graduating from the little kitty table into the big boy conversation with all the rest of the big guys for the MVPs and all everything, you know? That's when, that's when you know you made it. See guys like Joe Burrow, man. I think Joe Burrow may win the MVP. You watch. Burrow continues to beat these great and top-flight quarterbacks. They're going to give it to him. What about Jalen? Dimes, Jones, and the Bears. Dual threat. <laughs> two-hour, 14-minute game will be on Sunday. You know, most NFL games are three hours. This game will be two hours and seven minutes. <laughs> you voting Burrow? No, Marcos. No way. I want to see what you... Marcos, my MVP vote is all on Christmas Eve. If that kid plays his ass off on Christmas Eve, I will make the proclamation and I will show you and I will check it for you. If he beats the Cowboys and he is dynamic like he's been in some of these big games he's played in, you get my vote. You can't deny it. I won't. I will not. 45 million people watching him in a game that everyone's hyping up as the game. That's why I don't want Dallas to lose to the Jags. I think they can. I do not want the Cowboys to lose. I want them at all cylinders. You know why? I don't want anyone to have excuses like Cooper Rush. Shit, man, get this. <laughs> Michael Parsons has taken a – he's taken a gas can and he's kind of like you – know, you know the sprinkler thing you do with your um, – with your flowers, he's filled that bitch up with a, with gasoline, and he's just doing them. There's Jalen there, and there's the defense and the offensive line. And... Oh no, I want that guy full. Oh yeah, right. And Xander's right, and then get this, Chris Sims just went like this. Jalen Hurts is a tomato. <laughs> He's a tomato. Gardner Minshew is just as good. I didn't say that. Absolutely would I not. Holy cow, I got to take a timeout. My predictions for week 15 of the NFL, Dave wants that part of the broadcasting for the Bears. We'll be at the bottom of the hour. Also, former head coach of the Bears. Hit the like button. Keep it here on the National Football Show. Post game show with Seth Joyner. I knew that they had a running game. Derek Gunn. He has put in the effort. Devin Caney. Had we not won the Super Bowl, what would we be saying? And Mike Missanelli. Well, you know how Philly is. Post game, now streaming on the 6ABC family of apps.
the greatest fans on earth. It's a bold statement, but would you expect anything less from Philadelphia? 58 years of heartache creates a toughness, a grit, a resolve not found in most. Sure, our prayers were answered, but now that we've had a taste, we're looking for more. Pondley Hockey, official partner of the Philadelphia Eagles. Number one, Jeff D'Ambrosio. Destination Downingtown is rolling back prices for a December to remember. For a limited time, you can own, not lease, brand new 2023 Jeep Wranglers for only $39.95 or $339 per month. New Rams starting at only $39.95 or new Ram 1500 Bighorn Crew Cabs $189 per month. Zero down can deliver. Get the price you want, the selection you need, and the VIP treatment you deserve. Jeff D'Ambrosio, Destination Downingtown, big finish sales event. Did you know taxes could be your biggest expense during retirement? Are most of your assets in tax-deferred accounts like IRAs and 401ks? Taxes are historically low today, but we're facing significant headwinds in the future. Do you have a plan? The Thrive Financial Team has more than 100 years of experience helping people across the Delaware Valley with forward-looking tax planning. Learn how to shift your money from forever tax to no or low tax accounts. Get your Thrive Retirement Tax Playbook today. Go for the beers, go for the cheers, go for the hit and the hits, go for the scene, go for the screens, go for the gallery, go for the win, go to ocean. Welcome aboard here, where truth, justice, and the big sales way resides. I know, man. Hey, look, I'm very sorry sometimes to have to lay things out to you like this. But haven't I been kind of echoing the stuff that Chris Sims has been saying all year and how people look at Jalen Hurts? And don't get mad at me for that. I've been trying to sit here and tell you, it's not just about the numbers. They look at him as a guy having a great year who could be a one-year wonder. Do I think he is? No. But they don't watch you enough. They don't study the Eagles enough. That's why people and the nerd media people in Philadelphia – Don't get the national perspective on their own teams in their own city. You keep asking the stupidest question of all time. Why? Because they use your passion against you. The greatest thing for the Cowboys, do you know the best thing in the world for the Cowboys? Is the eagle hatred. Yeah, but we're better. Again? You've been better for 22 years. Has anyone noticed? No. Cowboy value. How are the Eagles the more valued team then if everything is fair in the world? How are the Cowboys the most valued team and they haven't done shit in 30 years? And you have been 
Darren, we've been the best team in the NFC over the last 22 years. And they don't know your name. They use your passion against you. That's why when you hear a guy like Chris Sims going like this, what is he talking about? You know, what's your team? Troy Aikman doesn't. Tony Romo doesn't. And all the Cowboys have to do is beat a shitty Texans team. Oh, my God, they're back in the saddle again. The Eagles have been doing that for 13 weeks. Have I not? But, Dan, that shouldn't be the criteria for winning the MV. Really? Really? <laughs> well, hey, you know what? I got a fairy tale I'd like to tell you, too. You know, one day when you sit on Santa's lap, you might get a sled. Jalen still could be a one-year wonder. You're damn right he could. Carson Wentz was. Why why wouldn't you apply that to him? You were sold then. Well, I know now. Well, guess what? You gave him $32 million per year. By the way, you just didn't give Carson Wentz a deal. You gave Carson Wentz the richest deal at the time. Are you going to give Jalen Hurts the richest deal in the NFL when his contract talks start? You gave Carson Wentz the richest contract at the time in the NFL. You're not, are you going to give Jalen Hurts the richest deal in the league this time? Are you that sold? Are you that sold this time? I never thought about that, right, Xander? You gave Carson Wentz the richest deal in the National Football League. Highest paid guy. Golf got the deal, too. Are you that sure this time that you're going to give him a better contract than Deshaun Watson? Well, I don't know. Carson didn't have a desire to be better. It's got nothing to do with what they did. 215, they found that out after the fact. What? You mean they paid him first? And then they found out he was a loser? Pretty, pretty savvy. <laughs> I found out he was a loser after I paid him. And then I drafted another quarterback. Sounds like you had a lot of conviction after you gave him the money. What a dumbass move. You jumped the gun. You jumped the hurdle. You didn't let the race finish. That's all I've been trying to tell you since day one and game one. Easy. Pump the brakes. Let's see how this is. Let's go look into the postseason is where it's all going to come down. Christmas Eve, all that. Has he put himself in a position? The old, Can I tell you, and I'm going to say this to you. The only thing that Jalen Hurts has done this year is put himself in a conversation for that kind of talk. That's it. He's in the position because he hasn't won anything yet. He gets to the playoffs for a second year in a row. That matters. He wins the playoff game. That surely matters. He gets to the NFC title game. That Now we're... 
Now we're in a whole, and something goes like this. Sills, flip-flopping. No, his play is dictating that. I'm not going to deny it. He has put himself. Remember at the beginning of the year, what was the big obstacle at the beginning of the year? Is he the guy? Well, now he's proven he can be the guy. Now you've got to figure out what to do with the guy. Look, he goes on flip-flopping. Jalen's play has made it so, ass bag. If Jalen Hurts had stayed the same from the beginning of the year, I'd be sitting here going like this. I told you so. I'm telling you right now. He's now put himself, because of his play, in the position to change the narrative. Good for him. Congratulations. I don't do that kind of stuff. I don't. Dave wants that bottom of the hour. I told you this. If Jalen Hurts gets to the Super Bowl, Mr. Brinks, yeah, you can park it right here. Yeah, the guys at Clutch Sports will take the bags of money in and we'll get the money counters going. <laughs> Be a Brinks truck. But I, I never thought about that. You guys made Carson Wentz the highest paid player in the league. I wonder if the owner of the Eagles is going to do that to Hurts. Make him the highest paid quarterback in the National Football League. Pay him more than Aaron Rodgers. You did it to Wentz. There's only an $18 million difference. Oh, my God. Good guys are telling me offer him 38. Oh, you're going to offer him. You're going to offer him $6 million less than what Wentz was offered four years ago. (laughs) That'll go well with clutch. (laughs) Right? Well, Xander goes, who told you 50 million? Well, I'm just going by what you did with Wentz. You made him the highest paid player and the highest paid player makes 50 million. Aaron Rodgers. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> oh, wait. Whoa, 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 whoa. 50 million. Well, your top O-line man will be bye-bye. Send Hurts to the bay. I don't know. I ain't getting rid of the kid. How he made lane. Oh. He's not the highest paid tackle. The highest paid tackles in San Francisco. He makes $25 million. (laughs) He's not the highest paid tackle. He's not. Hertz deserves the bank. He does? What's he done? Shit at least went. Help get you to a Super Bowl. That's why, get this. Don't want... Jalen to do the same thing Wentz did to earn his money at least? 
Wentz may have hurt that year in 17, but he was still an integral part of that team winning a Super Bowl. Was it 12, 13 games he played that year? He still was an integral part of it. At least he helped. You're talking about paying a guy who hasn't done shit. Well, Silsey's helping now. I get it. The story's yet to be written. Story's yet to be written. He gave us 12 and 1, which means nothing. That's You don't get ribbons for that, dude. Nobody cares about that. Except people in Philly, 12 and 1. You know what it equates to? 10 and 3. You know why? It's the same thing the Bills are going to do with their get home field advantage and hopefully have the playoffs run through Buffalo. Look at that jackass. Wentz had nothing to do with the Super Bowl. You might want to go back and look at that again. Of course he did. Of wins in the NFL is nothing. Why don't you ask the 13 win Packers last year or the 12 win Cowboys? Once you ask them what that means, or the 14 and two Ravens, once you ask them what that meant, <laughs> that meant number two to them. <laughs> once you ask the 16 and 0 Patriots what that got them, <laughs> yeah, but they're 12 and one. Patriots are 16 and 0. Brady hates that year in his life, he hates that year. I was 16 and 0. Still wasn't the highest paid player in the league. Mm. Coach Wants, that'll join us in a couple minutes. 85. Dan, if Hertz wins a playoff game in the MVP, he should get four years, 37 to 40. That's a little low if he does all that. Okay. If he wins a playoff game, oh, I see. He wins a playoff game, wins the MVP, 37 to 40. Because he's dual threat, 85, I'm only giving him a three-year contract. I'm not going higher than that. So you might have to give him 42, 43, like Jason Cole said yesterday. I'll give you $45 million on three years. Clutch is going to want five years. And fully guaranteed. The, the Eagles will never do that. They'll franchise tag his ass and figure it out. You watch, this thing's going to get ugly. Because Clutch is going to get ugly. Jalen will have to step in. You watch. Because the Eagles see the same thing that anybody with common sense sees. Boy, I'll tell you what, these next two weeks, man, for Hurts, are the biggest two weeks in his entire professional and quarterbacking career. He could put the doubters away. He can get home field advantage in the playoffs. He could beat the Cowboys on national television on Christmas Eve. He could put himself in a position for $45 million a year. He can win the franchise job for the next five years. And most importantly, and the utmost important thing, there's a potential of a Super Bowl. This supersedes anything he did in college by far and will erase the Alabama nightmare for him. Alabama was a nightmare for him. National television, he's yanked. 
Can you imagine doing this? Yanking Jalen Hurts out of a game for poor play today. They yanked him in front of 50 million people and took the job away and gave it to Tua. We're going with the rookie. Remember at halftime? Then Joe Burrow embarrassed him in the semifinal game when he was at Oklahoma. Burrow put up seven touchdowns and like 900 yards. Jalen, these next two weeks, erase all that shit. That's all 12 and 1 is done. In my eyes, in most people's eyes, Parsons, Sims, national media, everyone. Seals, you see the new Avatar movie this weekend? Steven, I'll have to check it out because I like that movie. What do you think about three years, 150 fully guaranteed? Mr. Credit, I like that. And I think you could sell that to Clutch. But I want the premise of understanding it's an extension, which means I get one more year. Now, but here's the thing. You'd have to pay him 150 this offseason. I think it's in four payments. I think that's how they're doing um, Deshaun Watson's deal. I think there's four payments. Five draft picks. Greg, thank you very much. Thank you, Greg. Thank you. Thank you for putting me back on, on the rails here. Um, so he's a $50 million man then? I don't think so. But they got to do something with the kid. I, by the way, I don't want him to walk out the building, but they're going to have to do something. You're missing it. I would never have Jalen Hurts as my starting quarterback on my football team because I don't want dual threat. End of story. But you got the guy. This is what we're talking about. He's your dude. If I'm the Eagles, that's what I would do. If you're so sold on him, go at it. Figure out how to make it happen. That's not my style of football player. My style of football player is winning from the pocket like every other quarterback has for 100 years and still doing it. Here are the top five guys. Dual threats, new age. Wake me up when that happens. Here are the five guys that I'd like to see the Eagles look at, either with the fifth pick or with all your egos, the 32nd pick in the draft. Miles Murphy, edge rusher, 6'5", 275, Clemson. This is going to be more towards the fifth pick, I think, somewhere in there. I don't see Will Anderson. I think Will Anderson's going to the Bears. I'm going to ask Dave Wants that, that question here in a minute. Like the kid. He's a productive football player. Number two, Kaylee Ringo, Georgia, DB, 6'2", Sorry, man. I'm not playing, paying Bradbury $18 million. No way. And I got to let CJ roll too. So I'm going to draft a corner. You know why? I could pay him on a rookie contract. You're telling me I get a top flight kid and this kid Ringo from Georgia? I only have to pay him $5 million versus $18 million? No way. I'll take this chance here with this kid Ringo. I'm not doing it, man. And that kid can play. You got a bunch of studs on that Georgia team again. Okay? 
CJ's young. He only makes $836,000 too. Got a feeling he's coming back. But here's the thing. Xander goes like this. I think CJ's coming back. Well, the market value is $19 million for a corner. And this guy was leading the league in interceptions. Now, safety is lower, and I think the Eagles will try to go down that route that he was a safety, which is lower. It's 13. He makes $836,000, Xander. How he comes in at $10 million, he'll pass on that. Somebody in the open market will pay him fourteen. I led the end. All I have to do is do this. I could play safety and corner for you. And I was leading the NFL when I got hurt in interceptions. You think how he's going to pay $15 million for him and then turn around and let Bradbury get $18 million? That's not working. That's financially not working. So that's why I say you get a cornerback. If you don't, if you don't have your edge rusher, you get a cornerback there because that alleviates the most – dude, the, the most important thing that's happened here – Okay. Okay. So Xander goes like this, but why let it go? Money. You're paying Slay 18. You want to pay um, Bradbury. Let's just say $19 million. That's the top end for like franchise tag. Let's go 16. That's 34 million. So Xander, you want to turn around and give CJ another 14? That's 30, that's $30 million in your secondary. And you got $65 million tied up in your old line already. You got $65 million in your old line. Now you're going to lose Kelsey's 10. And Jurgens is on a rookie deal. I think Jurgens was a second rounder. So he's going to be about a million three. So you get big relief there. How he's going to move the money around. I think you bring Hardgrave back. And I think you cut Fletcher loose. And Xander's saying, let Bradbury go. He's going to command. Dude, CJ or Bradbury are going to command money. Now, here's the thing. Bradbury's 30. CJ Gardner-Johnson is 26 years old. I don't know, man, if I want to let that guy roll out the building. That young, only making $836,000? Okay? That's a lot, man. That's why I'm saying... You might want to go corner here. He's 24. It's getting too close to Christmas, I swear. So, Aunt Betty, I got it. Just saying, man, 24, and he makes 836, and he was leading the NFL in interceptions, and he showed he had a dual, dual threat of playing safety and corner. Shit, man, that guy's a value. I might want to draft a corner here. Okay, with that fifth pick, I might want to take a corner. That kid from Georgia, man. Or Christian Gonzalez from Oregon. 6'2", 200 pounds. He's a big corner, and he runs a 4'3". The kid Ringo. I got, I got corners and edge rushers. Just so you know, I got Miles Murphy, Keely Ringo from Georgia, Christian Gonzalez, cornerback, Oregon. I've got... Tyree Wilson, edge rusher, 6'6", 275, Texas Tech. If you watch this kid play, he is a terror show. I know, Fly, Pac-12 guys, I'm a suspect of them too. I do think Kayvon Thibodeau looks like a guy, though. And Panay Sewell has looked wet. Panay Sewell has really been a factor on that Lions line. A lot of the Oregon guys, Justin Herbert, 
I'm okay with Oregon because Oregon does put out guys. You know what I'm saying? Oregon puts out all pro dudes. There's guys that have been factors. And this guy, Brian Branch, cornerback, um, no question about it. I think you go, if you're, if you're, if you're Howie, you've got, you've got 17 free agents at the end of the year. Remember that, 17 free agents. You're talking about paying a quarterback $50 million. You got $75 million tied up in your old line. You got a $25 million wide receiver. You want to pay a guy $50 million? Dude, one thing that, and before I bring my 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 friend and my one of my mentors in life, Dave wants that on with us. That's the one thing that Coach Johnson struggled with when he was with the Dolphins. See, when he was in Dallas, those guys didn't have a salary cap. They could stockpile guys. And they had control of all them contracts. You know that Herschel Walker deal? You know that one of those players ever played a down in Dallas. Jimmy and Dave and Butch, they wanted the picks. They didn't want the players. They wanted the picks. Because those, and Dave will tell you, that Dallas Cowboy team, when they started winning Super Bowls, was the youngest team in the league. And they were the cheapest. They didn't have gigantic salaries. Shit, they told Dave and Butch. Butch told me this a couple days ago. Jimmy goes, we're going to make 200 grand for you guys, and you guys are going to have to prove that we're going to win. <laughs> Let's bring in Coach Wadstad, who's now on the uh, broadcasting for the Bears. Am I right when I say that? I'm building a team with the, the, the hidden secret to that Cowboy dynasty, Coach, was that you guys were cheap, young, and good. I mean, well, I don't think I don't think we were cheap as much, Danny. We were the lowest paid coaching staff in the NFL. I mean, I was the defensive coordinator at the end, assistant head coach of the Dallas Cowboys, and I think I was making one hundred and fifteen thousand. That's insane. And had to be the lowest had to be the lowest DC for a guy that was in Super Bowl contention in the league. Well, and and the reason was. And, and Jimmy talked to us about it, you know, and, and Jimmy wasn't making that much money. You know, when, when Jimmy took that job at Dallas, Jerry says, I can pay you $1 more and you're making it Miami. And Jimmy wow. said, I, I mean, the reason was Jerry truly give Jerry Jones some credit, Dan. He invested everything he had. He did and all he cashed out all his accounts, everything he had and put every dime in, into the Dallas Cowboys when he purchased them. And there just wasn't, at that point, you know, in the growth process, there just wasn't money to go around. And it was just kind of a fact, and we all knew it, but, you know, sometimes the quality of life, and I see all these college players transferring around, and it's always the grass is greener, and it's going to be a better up. You know, sometimes your quality of life, where you're at, how people treat you, where you're living, all those intangible things, those things are you put a price tag on them. To some people, they might be worth a million bucks. To the next guy, it might be worth a hundred. So everybody's different that way. And, and we just our quality of life at Dallas was was such coaching, living, families, kids that uh, and that was valuable to us. Coach, do you agree though that that was part? Before we get into Bears and Eagles here. Um, do you agree, Coach, that that was one of the struggles that Jimmy had? 
because of what Shula had done and no shade on Don. But I mean, the team with all those contracts, the tight end green was a terrible deal. There were so many bad contracts that Jimmy had to dig the team out from, plus the inability to move Marino to Pittsburgh. There was talk of that. Hell, you guys were even talking potentially of having Aikman play quarterback again for you guys in Miami, which is not something that a lot of people know. You guys just didn't really have the latitude, it seemed, when you were in Miami to do the things that you guys did in Dallas. No, is that fair? Not, oh, yeah, not not at all. I mean, because we were more of a, I don't want to say a better team, but there was probably more of a better team at, at uh, Miami, no question. And then you got to the point where a lot of those veterans that were really good players, the Tim Bowens of the world and so forth, Sam Madison's, their contracts are up and you didn't want to let those guys go. So uh, it was a completely different situation. And Dan Marino wasn't going to go anywhere. You know, I mean, that when I took over the Dolphins, that was the first thing that I had to deal with, you know, was, was obviously calling Dan in and tell him that I was going to hire Chan Gailey to run the offense and that we were going to get a quarterback that was mobile, was mobile and could move around in the pocket. That's what Chan wanted to do from his days with the Steelers. And uh, so that, that's – He fought you on it, didn't he? Who's that, Danny? No, Well, Dan, Danny – And look, I know he's a pit guy, but, I mean, yeah. he, he fought you guys, man, because from what I remember from that conversation, and I talked to Coach about it, he goes, yeah, we're going we're gonna to be more of a balanced offense. And I heard he had a cow over that shit. He goes, I thought we were pretty good anyway. But, I mean, outside of that dual Jabbar coach, they didn't have a 1,000-yard rusher in the building the whole time Marino was there. Yeah, it, it uh, you know, the philosophy had changed over the years. There's no question. Uh, but but the biggest thing with Danny, to this day, he could probably throw the football better about <laughs> half these quarterbacks. But his legs were shot. He had ruptured his Achilles. He had a bad ankle. He had knees. You know, the guy couldn't even run anymore. And, and most people don't realize that a quarterback's legs are, some guys would say, more important than your arm. You know, so uh, his health really caught up with him. And, and that's when uh, when it came to an end there. But, uh, yeah, so it, it was a completely different different situation there. Coach, would you – and that that's go kind of goes into – where we are here, because Sunday you're going to see a dual threat showcase of two guys, Justin Fields and with Jalen Hurts. Do you think these dual threat guys, and to me, paying a dual threat guy, we saw K1 get injured. They rely on legs and arm to win ball games. Guys like Marino relied on throwing the ball, building a team around an offense in the passing game with today's NFL passing rules. Do you think that style of quarterback can win Super Bowls, Coach, not just like Michael Vick, and be good during the regular season. Do you think Lamar Jackson, he can't finish a year, Coach. It's the third straight year now. Give me your take on this. Yeah, I think there's a big difference between uh, Lamar Jackson and Patrick Mahomes, okay? Patrick Mahomes is nobody – I mean, Lamar is the best running athlete. Lamar's a, a better athlete than Justin Fields. Justin Fields might, he's bigger, he's stronger, he might run just as fast straight ahead, but as far as making guys miss, Lamar's a better athlete. And my, this is all my opinion now, watching them both. And I do all the Bears games, so I, I know Justin pretty well. And uh, I, I'll tell you what's, what's going to se separate it for me. 
you know, you look at Buffalo, Josh Allen, he's a leading rusher, I think, of the Bills. I mean, so he, he's a lot like Jalen Hurts in my mind, probably a better passer. And everybody in Chicago right now, and I do these radio shows and TV shows, everybody's kind of asking the same thing you are, is what we're doing with Justin right now, can this be the offense that we can win a Super Bowl with? And you know what I tell them all? Let's watch how this season unfolds. And let's watch those Philadelphia Eagles because Jalen Hurts is the guy that's going to run. He's carrying the ball, I looked it up the other day, about 10 and a half times a game. Uh, we're going to find out if the mobile quarterback, whether it's Josh Allen, who I put him in the same category as Jalen Hurts, can that quarterback win a Super Bowl? Patrick Mahomes just doesn't really want to run that much. But I'll tell you what, when they were in that Super Bowl and they beat the 49ers, I did that game for Fox in Miami. And he, the difference in that game was Patrick Mahomes made two or three big runs. And you go back and look at that game and you watch when it was, when it was end of the game. I mean, the game on the line. Patrick Mahomes made plays with his feet. I remember that distinctly. So, you know, I I just tell Bear fans, let's wait and see how this plays out with Jalen Hurts. And let's see how it plays out with uh, Josh Allen. And, and then we can say, you know what? A quarterback like that can win it just as much as uh, Peyton Manning can, or, or Tom Brady can, drop him back in the pocket, Aaron Rodgers. See, Coach, the thing that I think you fall into troubles with guys like Justin Fields and Hurts, Hurts has the most expensive O-line. He's got a $25 million wide receiver. He's got an $18 million tight end. Everything almost has to be exactly perfect for that. And when you have those $50 million quarterbacks, when you lose a Tyreek Hill, Kansas City's still Kansas City. Um, Josh Allen is doing it without a running back. I do think that the Bills need to get him an offensive running back. And if they do, that saves his career, and he won't go down the line of K-1. I think those guys cover more intangible losses, like in the O-line. Look at Kansas City had to revamp their O-line a couple years ago because they paid him that $50 million contract and that $500 million deal. And, Coach, if you don't have everything perfect, like what's the difference in your eyes, Coach? If I put Jalen Hurts on the Bears – and I put Justin Fields on the Eagles. Do you think Justin Fields has better numbers? And do you think that the Eagles are going to be as successful because he, they pretty much do the same thing? I I, w- I don't know. I would not say Justin Fields would have better numbers. No, because I think Jalen Hurts is is completing the football. I've seen him complete deep balls. You know, I, I got to see a little bit more of the passing. Uh, with Justin Fields. I, I, you know, we, we need to see what he does these next three or four games. Uh, Cause he's still in my mind in the kind of, in the, we know what he does great, but you know, when he's got to drop back and he's behind 10 or the games, even I'm still, I still got to see him take the ball, take it the length of the field and win the game for him. I think that's the biggest thing right now that Chicago fans are just waiting to see with Justin Fields, not doing it with his legs making some big-time pass plays. Coach, why are the Bears 3-10? and 10? They're the number one run team in the NFL. Eagles are two coming into this Sunday game. But why are they 3-10? and 10? Well, their whole receiver course doesn't make as much as uh, the, the, one, the receiver for the – the star receiver for uh, 
for Philadelphia. AJ Brown uh, makes twenty five million, and I think I think the total salary for the Bears receivers might be eighteen million. <laughs> Check it out. I'm, I'm total for the whole group. That's crazy. So they they Danny they got about one hundred and twenty five in cap money next year. That's insane. I mean, they, they got, and they've got draft picks. Um, you know, they're, they're starting a lot of young players. They got rid of Akeem Hicks. They got rid of, uh, uh, Robert Quinn, uh, Robert Quinn. They got rid of Khalil Mack. They got rid of Danny Trevathan. Okay. I mean, um, uh, you know, so they moved a lot the, the tight end that was at green Bay. I'm trying to think of his name now. Uh, they moved a lot of people, a lot of people. And, uh, so they've got that cap money next year. They got extra draft picks next year. I mean, this is, this is not, the Bears remind me a lot. I'll tell you what they're doing good though, Danny. And I'm a big fan of Matt Eberflus as a quarterback, you know, because the Bears aren't committing a lot of dumb penalties. They aren't committing dumb turnovers. Um, they're giving phenomenal effort, and I always judge a team, particularly a defense. When I was a head coach, if guys are running wide open, I'm calling my defensive coordinator, and I'm saying, listen, either the players don't understand this defense, okay, or the defense stinks because we, they, they're catching 40-yard touchdown passes with nobody around them. If they're catching 40-yard touchdown passes and their guy is out jumping our guy, Danny, now I got to go get better players. And that's kind of where the Bears are at. I mean, the Bears can't get a sack. They've had one sack, I think, in the last seven weeks, okay, wow. with, their, with their front guys. And they're trying their tails off. They're giving phenomenal effort. You know, they're just not good enough. I mean, you know, and that's what's happened with the run game with the Bears. So, you know, it, it reminds me of those early days in Dallas. Yeah. And and I remember this, and, and I've told the Bears coaches this. I said, you know, I remember having a conversation with Jimmy. You know, we were like 0-4, 0-5, and, and, and I remember saying, you know, everybody's running this 3-4, and they're running this Eagle defense. We're running this. We Everybody labeled us as the college 4-3. I said, man, you know, I don't know, Jimmy. You watch this film, and, and not many people are doing what we're doing. He says, Dave. We know what we're doing better than they do. It's been successful for us at Miami. Everywhere we've been, we've been the best in around with this defense. I'm going to go get us better players. Keep coaching what you're coaching. Three years later, we win the Super Bowl. We don't have a Pro Bowl player active on the roster, and we're the number one defense in National Football League. Dave, so it's really more in your opinion about keeping with the integrity of what you guys in your plan of what you're doing and sticking yep. to it. Hey, modifying it is one thing, you know, obviously you want to modify things, but when it comes to something that you know that is successful, is that maybe as a coach and coach, more importantly, coach had a lot of autonomy in Dallas to do that with you guys. I don't know if the Bears as an organization give their head coaches that autonomy or maybe the time to keep that plan going because Hey, coach, look at Tony Dungy. He started out 0-8. You guys were like 1-13. I mean, that takes a lot of onions and a lot of cannolis to sit there and hang in there with something like that. I yep. think that's been a problem with the Bears where, you know, hanging in there and holding tight to a plan and sticking uh, to it because that seems to be the remedy on how you guys were successful. 
Yeah, I, I think to some degree, but no, the Bears' ownership, they're generally, McCaskies are generally patient. What's happened is I think you got to look at each situation, the last two or three hires at least. And, uh, you know, it, it just seemed that Matt Nagy, you know, was kind of an offensive-minded guy. and We had a lot of penalties. We, we couldn't run the ball. There was games we had more penalties than we did rushing yards. I mean, so, you know, Chicago's a tough town. They wanted to see you run the ball and play defense. And this is not a city. It's a lot like Philly where, you know, if the Bears win a game 13-10, people are happy as can be. That ain't happening in Miami. That ain't happening in San Diego. So uh, they, they just got to stay with the plan. And, and I think uh, next year you're going to see some significant improvement with this team. I really do. couple last questions for you, Coach. Um, what are you expecting on Sunday? I mean, I told everybody, get ready. This is going to be like Bowling Green versus like uh, Toledo where you're going to see about 100 runs and 10 passes. I hear it's going to be windy in Chicago too. I mean, go figure, right? December, windy and cold. Um, Are we going to see a lot of that? Because here's one thing about the Eagles, and they surrender this, Coach. According to Pro Football Focus, they're the worst tackling team in the league. And if you don't have lane integrity on this kid, and plus with the running game, I mean, the Bears are number one in the NFL. I'm not saying the Bears win this game, put up enough points, but it can make it interesting. And what the Bears have to do is make it a fourth-quarter game. Am I right? Absolutely. If they can get it to the fourth quarter, they have a chance. I'll tell you, it's going to be a high of 20 on Sunday, so you're right. It's going to be cold, real cold, uh, down there on the lakefront. And, and I'll tell you what, when I look at the Eagles close, you know, they're a top two or three team on offense, top two or three team on defense. People say, is their defensive line good enough to rush the passer? Daniel Jones from the Giants is a good athlete. They sacked him seven times last week. But the one thing that really impresses me with the Eagles, they are number one in the NFL in turnover margin. And I'll tell you what, it is damn tough. If I'm the head coach of the Bears today, I know what we're in for on offense with the Eagles. I know what we're in for with their defense. But now they're a team that does not give you the football. And boy, so they're, you know, that makes it tough. That makes it real tough. And that's why the Eagles, in my opinion, are, are the best team in playing the best football right now. Not only offense, defense, Danny, but they don't give you the ball. And they make teams earn everything. And that's tough to do in this league. Finally, Coach, if you were preparing and looking at Eagles and 49ers, what team, what, what team would concern you the most? as you make it towards the playoffs. I'll tell you what, I watched that 49er team and coach. They beat up the Tua and the Dolphins. They beat up the Bucks. They they beat a Seattle team. And all three of those teams have something in common. They're in the playoff hunt right now. Whereas the Eagles have beaten the Giants. I don't think the Giants are a playoff team. I think they're coming back to earth now. Um, they're, they're playing some lesser teams. You're playing a three-win Chicago team here. I don't know, man. That 49er team... They 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 they're very talented. I like the 49ers a lot, but I like the Eagles more. I think the Eagles are the most complete team in the National Football League. You know, a lot of these teams, you look at them and you say, "Wow, you know, their offense is really good or their defense is really good." Uh, you know, take a look close at the Eagles, man. There's not there's not many holes in this thing, and I think that Jalen Hurts. And three years ago, I was doing a Fox show, and I said, I don't think he'll finish the year. I think Gardner Minshew will end up being the starter. But I'll tell you what, everybody that I've talked to at Alabama, Oklahoma, 
they say that this kid's got the winning intangibles that come from the, the good Lord. You know what I mean? You don't yeah. coach that into the kid. He has it. He has it. And he's been there and he's done it. You know, that, that's something that uh, the 49ers don't have. You know, I mean, Purdy might be – he might be a Hall of Famer. I don't know. But he's got a long way to go, in my opinion, before you start talking about him and Jalen Hurts. Please. Coach, did you have more fun coaching at Pitt, Miami, Hurricanes, Miami Dolphins, Chicago Bears? Did you you got to tell the truth. You had you had a lot of fun coaching us maniacs at, at Miami. You had to have. <laughs> you had to have. You never knew yeah. what to expect. Well, no, I knew what to expect. You know what? I was I was the first guy off the bus, and my only thought was making sure everybody was on the bus and got off. <laughs> if you guys got off the bus, I felt good. That was the issue, you know. <laughs> coach Co Coach Wansett used to start our practice out with 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 pursuit drill. It was the greatest drill. I have my daughter plays rugby, and I have them because you you guys taught us angles. Right. On how to consistently, because you you guys used to always say football's a game of angles. You rarely do anything head up. And so Dave used to come up to me and he'd look over, there's Jerome, and he'd look over at me and go, I don't know, Cilio, you're a pretty good player, man, but I could eat a bowl of soup off your head. I don't know. <laughs> we had a lot of fun, coach. I, I, I'll say it one more time as we get into the holidays. I love you, Butch. And Dave Campo and every one of those guys, it was the greatest time in my life outside of my family and outside of my daughter being born. I'll tell you, being drafted in the NFL, all the things I had in my life because of what happened at Miami with you guys. You guys are today. You know what? Yeah, I tell these people this all the time. You guys today are the same people you were 35 years ago. That's a, that's a testament to coaching well, and to being it, people to us. You guys were, man. And we're still close yep. like that. It's funny. I was Butch was texting me last week about something with his son. You know, who's a coach, and uh, I talked. I was talking with Jimmy this morning. I, Jimmy and I were talking, and we were he was down the keys and here in Chicago, and we were laughing a little bit and talking about some stuff. And uh, and then this afternoon, my phone rings, and it's Coach Wise, and he just had a hip replacement. Oh, gee. And and so we were talking about that, and so I mean. You know, it, it's what you're saying is right. Nothing's really changed from that perspective. It really hasn't. Coach wants Coach Coach Wise is the only guy I've ever heard that the Buffalo and Colorado almost ran him over. <laughs> <laughs> I got kicked by that damn Trojan horse out there in USC too. At halftime, coming up the tunnel, the damn legs went out from under him when they start shooting fireworks off. Crazy story. We don't have time now, but that's that's for another session. Thank you so much, Coach. I appreciate it. Thank you. Happy right. holidays to you, Coach. Send you, Danny. You and your family, buddy. Bye-bye. Thank you very much. Coach Dave wants that. I got to take a quick time out. I'm up against the post here. Let's do it. Hit the like button. Keep it here on the National Football Show. Post Game Show with Seth Joyner. I knew that they had a running game. Derek Gunn. He has put in the effort. Devin Caney. Had we not won the Super Bowl, what would we be saying? And Mike Missanelli. Well, you know how Philly is. Post Game, now streaming on the 6ABC family of apps.
the greatest fans on earth. It's a bold statement, but would you expect anything less from Philadelphia? 58 years of heartache creates a toughness, a grit, a resolve not found in most. Sure, our prayers were answered, but now that we've had a taste, we're looking for more. Pondley Hockey, official partner of the Philadelphia Eagles. Number one, Jeff D'Ambrosio, Destination Downingtown is rolling back prices for a December to remember. For a limited time, you can own, not lease, brand new 2023 Jeep Wranglers for only $39.95 or $339 per month. New Rams starting at only $39.95 or new Ram 1500 Bighorn Crew Cabs $189 per month. Zero down can deliver. Get the price you want, the selection you need, and the VIP treatment you deserve. Jeff D'Ambrosio, Destination Downingtown, big finish sales event. Did you know taxes could be your biggest expense during retirement? Are most of your assets in tax-deferred accounts like IRAs and 401ks? Taxes are historically low today, but we're facing significant headwinds in the future. Do you have a plan? The Thrive Financial Team has more than 100 years of experience helping people across the Delaware Valley with forward-looking tax planning. Learn how to shift your money from forever tax to no or low tax accounts. Get your Thrive Retirement Tax Playbook today. Go for the beers, go for the cheers, go for the hit and the hits, go for the scene, go for the screens, go for the gallery, go for the win, go to ocean. Dave wants that, likes Jalen. He likes, you know, you know what though? He's not sold on Justin Fields, but he likes Jalen. Let's see how this thing kind of goes. Okay. Dual threat. Dual threat. But that Niner team, man, he, by the way, thinks the Eagles are better. See, I don't get yes guys on the program. Thank you, Brian. He completely is on you guys' side with this thing with dual threat. He wants to see it succeed. I think he would open up more options for more quarterbacks in college to play in the NFL. It's about time. Think of how many. Offensive coordinators destroyed people's careers in the NFL because they weren't willing to bend to dual threat. Josh Allen and Jalen may break the barrier in the glass ceiling. Jeff goes intelligent people like Hertz. I like him. I, by the way, just because you want him to be the CEO of your company, that don't mean I have to have him the CEO of my company. You like pumpkin pie? I like coconut cream custard. Okay. Indy, Minnesota. Minnesota wins. 28-20. Baltimore wins. Because we're up for time here, I'm not going to give scores. Miami. 
End of Tua. Come Saturday, Buffalo wins. Atlanta beats New Orleans, which is a good thing. Detroit goes to 7-7 and on the season. Hell of a drink. Carolina beats Pittsburgh, stays in the playoff race. Dallas, in a close one, wins at Jacksonville. Kansas City destroys Houston. Arizona puts Russell Wilson and Denver to sleep. New England beats the Raiders. Chargers beat Tennessee. Cincinnati beats the Bucks. Mm, Bucks will go to six and eight. The Gigantes lose to Washington. And on Monday night, Green Bay beats the Rams. How you doing? And to put everything in a nice package here for you, because that's what Sills does. It Sills is. It's a nice package. Hey, Don. Merry Christmas. Um, 31-14, the Eagles destroyed the Bears. I don't see it. I mean, I don't give a – hey, it could be Hurricane Andrew. It won't matter how windy it is at Soldier Field. It won't matter. They're going to beat the piss. By the way, that game should be over in two hours and four minutes. Like I said, it'd be an 88. Hey, here's the over on the running running attempts. 100. Yeah. How many passes? 10. <laughs> it should be a great football weekend. The first bowl game of the season starts. Eagles and Bears on Sunday. <laughs> I say that with love. Have a great one. Merry Christmas. I can't wait. We're getting into the Christmas week next week. Happy holidays to everybody. God bless everyone. Xander, thank you. Tone, Big Joe, all of you guys. We'll catch you Monday. Should be very interesting as it gets into Dallas week. Three to six Eastern. We'll see you on the flip side. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.